Oh, we've been muted all this time. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. It's practice. It's practice. So uh, thanks for listening to our pantomime, guys. <laughs> uh, joining in, tuning in to Space Rock Cafe, hosted on the Bard Rock channel. Um, we are joining everyone right after all of the holidays. We have not been playing since right before um, yeah, everything kicked off. Um, we are sponsored today by Dragon Master Games and Fan Roll Dice over on Bardrock's channel. Uh, and you'll notice today during the game that we're using a wild magic table for everyone on ones and twenties. And then sometimes when they're casting spells or doing other things, it might trigger as well. Uh, but that is from the DMs Guild. It was made by Dave Panfio. And also we wanted to wish a very wonderful happy birthday to the usual DM of Bardrock Cafe, Kenny. Uh, and then we just went around everyone introduced themselves. We'll do same order. <laughs> All right. Hello, I'm Paul, and I play Captain J. Swallow, the washout from Waterdeep's Bard College, who somehow acquired a living spell jammer ship and assembled the crew. And for some reason, we're okay with him being in charge. Uh, I am Allison. I play Soros, a uh, new addition to the crew, just hoping to get by, going from planet to planet, searching for a star, hoping to find... Uh, I'm Kojiro, the Unsummoned Skull. I usually do things that are related to magic, but I also do some D&D things. I'm playing Amalti Swap, who is the, uh, the Navigator, who leads with uh, different kinds of compies sometimes. Uh, <clears throat> different people, I guess you could say. Uh, and I am Ursa Bearwalker. I do bear things on Twitter mostly, um, but I also sometimes edit for uh, the Bard Rock Cafe on their regular, uh, their regular podcast. I am playing Polly. I am the ship's chef uh, slash cook, um, and uh, basically trying to make sure that things don't get too out of control. Sweet. Um, and then I'm Christina, uh, your GM for the evening. I forgot to introduce myself again the second time, but uh, instead of doing a DM-driven recap, we did a recap uh, hosted by, in character, one of the characters, and Jake had volunteered themselves. Jake will let you do that recap again, now that everyone can hear us. All right. Hello, me hearties, and welcome to Space Rock Cafe. I'm Captain Jake Swallow, the captain of the ship, and I want to let you know, last time you wouldn't join us for our adventure, we landed on an island on a small planet to get supplies. We bought some booze, we stole some swag and some hearts, and then we fled with everyone looking for all the stuff we stole. He took yeah, my I... grandma's lamp! <laughs> it, it seemed uh, like a bright idea. About, uh, I, I told you about putting that in past tense. <laughs> I, said, I said took! Took is past tense, I think. <laughs> Think of a legacy thing. You're still here, so by the transitive property, which Jig would probably not know the word for, uh, it is still <laughs> it's still in your grandma's possession in a way. Morelai just looks very, very confused and is just like Jake, that's trying to count somehow on their hands. <laughs> Alright, I would like to cite the legal case of finder versus keepers. Wait, do, we have to, do we have to know about legal things to be on this ship? Because <laughs> I don't, don't know anything about legal things. Why don't you just go push your muffin button and, uh... <laughs> uh Jake Slaughter's off to his room to push the muffin button. 
And then um, just for everyone in general, we are down one crewmate today. Um, Arnil is currently living in the walls, I believe. Sleeping yeah, in the yeah. walls. Yeah, he's sleeping very soundly with his lamp. Yes. Uh, with the new lamp. <laughs> yes. Um, perfect. So everyone is uh, sailing. Um, you are sailing west towards the island of... Um, Vromia is where you had been told to head off to. You were leaving the island of well, yeah, the island of Prasinos uh, on the world of Geomezoe. Uh, so far, as you guys have been traveling, it's still pretty early in the evening. It's unusually warm for the time of day from what I think a lot of you were used to uh, in this early like sun setting um, kind of situation. The time of day that it is, you can see many of the stars in the sky, but you can still sort of see that like orange amber glow right over the horizon, which is almost unusual, I think, probably for some of you that are used to the regular uh, world with um, Waterdeep. So if any of you are from other worlds, that may not be totally unusual, but some of you may think that a little strange. But the temperature is a little bit warmer. Um, it was just kind of summary i think on the island for most of you but it wasn't something that was totally weird uh but as as you're sailing along that is something that is easily noticed i think by everyone um yeah what is everyone doing as you are heading west on this five-day adventure right uh, coming out of his room munching at a muffin jake walks up to saros puts on around see so you wanted to hear about the stars let me tell you where the stars are called where i come from that one there is called Dolly Parton. <laughs> and that one over there is Miley Cyrus. Uh, you have very unusually named stars. I don't think I have those on me just yet. Do you know where they're located uh, in relation to uh, the others? Uh... I don't know how to describe spatial placement in space. Uh, Amar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are up there in space. Uh, what uh, did you want to know about them? Uh, he said there were there were two that I, I don't believe I have. Um, I don't know where to put them. I, I tried to be as accurate as possible. Um, it helps with the remembering for the ones that I've seen. Uh, was he talking about um, uh, the Rebecca Blackstar? Oh, she, she's not That's a star, she's only... just a ball of gas. No, no, no. You can see that one on very clearly on Fridays. That is how you know it's Fridays because you see she's like a black star. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no real way to go. Oh, oh, that's right. She's right next to Katy Perry. I remember I saw them both last Friday night. Uh, yes, God but, uh... damn! <laughs> <laughs> the problem is oh, the Katy Perry hurts. <laughs> the other night. See, the Katy Perry star will lead you to Ecuador. You just have to make sure you have to make sure that you uh, you avoid the Rebecca Black Hole. Uh, yes, yes, you uh, do not want to get sucked into that because, well, unfortunately, it does suck. Anyways. 
Uh, <laughs> it is very good to talk about stars. Um, what about the, the Jingle Jingle? Have you heard that one before? I don't believe so. Would you, by chance, have maps that I could study? You could, but uh, and I, I can show you the maps, but while I get the maps out, uh, do you remember the Twinkle Twinkle, uh, Capitan? Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I've actually been meaning to play a song for the crew for some time. I actually, before I took on a life of uh, piracy, I was a musician. And I pull up my loot, and I pull up a musician right under the tree ant in the center of the top deck. And I'm like, this is for you, and wink at the tree. And I play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Roll a performance check to see how well this Twinkle Twinkle goes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that is 18. Okay, solid, solid Twinkle Twinkle. Roll persuasion to see if it does anything to help the tree not be so mad at you. Alright, I am substantially better at that. That is 27. Oof. You feel a slow rustling of the the ship, like almost like slow applause, begrudging applause. But it's <laughs> you get that feeling that the tree is complimenting you, but still a little salty with you. Oh, well, I hope it isn't salty. That's bad for trees. Do not salt me. That would be bad. I prefer your rendition of the alphabet. Oh, yes. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-E-F-E-D-C-B-A. Wait, no, that is the Alpha Centauri bed. Oh. No, 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 the sober Can I have one. all of you roll me a d20 really quick? <laughs> just all of you flat. Just don't add anything. Just give me a random d20 roll. 10. Uh, Jake got an 18. 12. 12, 18. 6. 10. Cool. Nothing happens. Um, okay. So, you guys are heading west. You guys, are you usually, oh my gosh, are you guys doing your normal navigation, um, setup, or is anyone doing something different from their normal stations on the ship? I am attempting to get the, the star maps out so that, uh, Saros can see some things. Okay. Um, while you are going after the star maps, whoever is currently navigating the ship, I need you to roll me either a survival check or nature. Your choice. Alright, right. if, if Amar is busy, would that be me because I'm at the helm? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Alright, survival or nature? Let's see here. I have a plus three of survival, I have a plus one to nature. We're going survival. That is. And I'll say an because 11. you have that new compass, you can actually do it with oh. advantage because it's. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So 11 on the first roll. Second roll is a five. So we're going with 11. 11. It's Almost clear skies. One there. Clear skies. The ship's gentle shaking started to steer you off course, but you can correct yourself and go in a different direction. And no, uh, not a hard thing to adjust for. Um, so you're fine. Still on track. Uh, for the evening. 
Like, this compass you guys got is great. It doesn't look like it points north, but it's still great. I'm dealing with a bug. Hold on one second. You guys can go about your star maps, but I'm trying to make sure this bug does not get in my drink. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, I don't need extra protein while I'm drinking caffeinated beverages. <laughs> no, that was just our standard for Mr. Arnil. Okay, um, Arnil, are you... <clears throat> You were just looking for the star maps. Um, are you looking for a specific star map, or just you would know where they are stashed? Um, our, and uh, <clears throat> I would know. I would know where they're stashed because the navigator makes sense. Yeah. That adds up. Cool. Now, is it any faster for us to go in space, or is just skimming on the water fine? I'll leave that up to you guys. How you would like to go about this? Uh, I don't. Um, if you are, if you were inquiring into Roloy, were you asking Roloy if they might know? Well, or I don't know. If, I, I was asking like if I would know based on the fact I'm experienced flying this ship. If it's faster in space than it is on the water, the speed is the same. As far right. as the ship's experience goes, um, you don't know whether on this particular world if that would make a difference or not. All right, Miss Polly, even or odds? Uh, evens. All right, I rolled odds. You all feel the ship tip upwards as Jake gets bored of scaling on the water and launches us back into space. Uh... Just outside of orbit so that I feel like we're moving faster. Like Kind of like how you mash the jump button when you're walking in a video game, even though it doesn't make your character move any faster. You, you realize uh... that it's a farther distance if we're farther away from a round planet, right? I'm going to roll an intelligence check. <laughs> If the um, speed's the same, the distance is greater farther away from the center of the planet. <laughs> All of you also roll perception as you're getting launched back into the air. <laughs> Jake rolled an 11. He's like, oh, right, right, right. Of course uh, that I knew was, that. I was testing that was, you. That was a natty one. Oh. 17. Uh, see perception, so that's going to be 18. Oh, so it was a nat 18, and then... <clears throat> say 18. Okay. Any of you that if this is not a hard check, uh, any of you that got above a 10, it's significantly warmer in the upper areas of the atmosphere. Like, sweating, sweltering warmer as you get higher in the sky. It wasn't something that necessarily you would have noticed coming back from space just because most planets when you're entering them it's a little bit weird as far as temperature changes but since you guys have been on the surface of the planet for a little bit going back up and into the air you're like oh wow it's hot for how not like up in the sky that we are usually it's cold here and i believe miss polly has a wild magic proc yes roll me that roll. d100 when you just one ready. or two one there should be two on a nat one. Oh yeah two Okay, well, we have a a one and a double zero is a one. Yes. And then uh, 60. Uh, I think I've gotten a one on the cleric table before. That would not be your result. 
Well, cleric, cleric or druid. Yeah, oh, I'm looking true. at both. So, um, hmm. Uh, divine intervention. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, I feel like that one's not super duper relevant right now, so we can ignore that one. Honestly, none of these are really bad, so I'll let you pick. Do you want one or 60, and do you want it from the cleric or druid table? Um, let's go with one, just because it's, it's fun. One's fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's go off the... Go off the druid table. Okay. Uh, go back down. For the next eight hours, you will experience a wild magic sur surge every time you enter or leave your wild shape. Okay. So, uh, you just feel this particular random, like, electrical buzz through your body of magic. Alright. That, that sounds like a thing. Uh, my my bunny ears perk up. Miss Holly, are you humming? Uh, uh, I'm, what? Miss Polly, I hear you vibrating. Uh, okay, you know that I'm not into that. We've had this discussion. I just no, no, I meant literally like a hummingbird. Okay, that just sounds racist. <laughs> 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 We've been over this. Not all birds are the same. All right, well, seeing that it's now sweltering hot, I angle the ship back down to the water. <laughs> Still warm, not as warm. It's just generally warm on this planet. <laughs> Uh, Roloy does chime in, just like, Oh, wow. Those two suns really, uh, make a difference. That sucks. How did we not notice that coming in? That it had two suns. So, there's lots of local legends about the suns. Um, for us, we just like to say that they're best friends and that they like to hug each other. So, I mean, every so often you can't see them. They just kind of sit on top of each other. That makes sense. And then, and I don't know, one of them's slower for some reason than the other one. And so sometimes you can see both of them. And then we have days where it's only sun um, until they line back up again. And then we get actual night. It sucks because, you know, for people Wait. that are sensitive to sunlight, you know, they have to go and not be around outside as much but all oh, um. on there did you say that they occasionally uh, it, uh lie on top of each other i mean i guess that's i don't i don't really know the right way to explain it but yeah basically it's like I almost like they're not really like on top of each other like they're not like the same spot but like you can't see them both because of the way that i don't know at least from the main world i don't know i'm gonna walk up i'm gonna walk up behind um uh, what's this character's name again Roloy. Uh, I'm gonna walk up behind Roloy. I'm gonna put one one uh, one hand on uh, on his shoulder and just say, "It don't you don't need to explain. They're they're being gross. You can just ignore it." Oh, okay. 
I was not uh, being gross. I was propositioning, but I guess uh, whatever. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Polly. It's only gross if there's a lack of consent. This is true. Jake might be a drunken, sexist asshole, but he is a, co- a woke one. Mm. <laughs> Actually, womanizing is probably no, because he's into everyone. Oversexual. Jack Harkness. Yes, I'm Jack Harkness, but as a bunny. Stole the thought out of my head. <laughs> He's a Harknessizer. Harknessizer? I don't know. Oh boy. Um, Check yes. out what I found below deck, everybody. I show my shiny new armor because now I have half plates on the paladin. Uh, check out what I found, uh, and I pull out the I pull out the coin, and then uh, I say, "Hey, Jake, you want to take a look?" Ah, oh, sure. Yeah. I'm gonna flip it. Oh no, at Jake! <laughs> All right. Yep. I'm going to reach out and catch it without like letting it actually finish being flipped, like in the air, so it doesn't finish the flip action. <laughs> it's not like a dexterity check, like sleight of hand. Yeah, let's do sleight of hand. This counts PvP because it, it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> All right, that is a twenty-five. You can successfully catch it without flipping it, unless for some reason Polly really wants to flip it. Uh, no, it's fine. It was okay. just a casual toss, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I was like just snatching it out of the air as opposed to letting it land on a face. That's all I was doing. Yeah. I take it, and having not let it land and do whatever it's going to do, even though it, in-game I don't know it does things, <laughs> I look at both sides. I'm like, this is a fascinating doubloon. Uh, uh, Mr. Reloy, what can you tell me about this piece? Um, I don't know. My grandma just never let me touch it. She called it her lucky coin. Ah, lucky coin, eh? I guess so. I don't know if it's one of those weird old lady things or if it's like it actually does anything. Her house is just kind of full with like lots of weird stuff. Some of it does stuff. Some of it's just cool looking. Is is this piece uh, one of a kind? Like she only has one? As, as in like there's only one piece like this? <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> As far as I know, there's only one of them. I've never seen her have another one, but I mean, she could have had more, maybe. Okay. (laughs) That moment where the player's taking more psychic damage than the character. (laughs) (laughs) Roloy is gonna, like, over over their head. Always. I, I go up to the tree ant of the tree and I said, what do you think of this doubloon? Looks particularly shiny. Ah. Shiny, tw- very twinkly, just like you. And I flip the coin, trying to persuade the tree to like me better. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, yeah, so heads is nat 20, right. tails is a nat 1. So, where did I put this coin? Oh, okay, you actually have a coin. I was like, I have a D2 here somewhere, but I can't yep. see it in my little box. I have a coin. Alright, so. <clears throat> I have a D2, I just don't see it. Tails. Tails. Heads. That's a nat 1? Oh, okay. uh, no, I was showing you guys, okay, so that. Close. Okay. Yeah, ready? Ready? Alright, heads is the nat 20. That's what we're going for. Sorry. No. 
No, it's not. Tails. Tails. Womp womp. Um, also, go hold. Go ahead and roll me that wild magic surge. All right, seventy-one and ten. <laughs> All right, let's see. Hmm. Treons do not sparkle. We are not stars. Why would you say such a thing? I, I was commenting on your sparkling personality. A personality cannot sparkle. That is impossible. I'm sorry, what were the numbers you said? 71 and 10. 71 and 10. Um, mm. <laughs> okay. Uh... And you do have access to the paladin table if you want two more options. Yeah, this one's this one's pretty bad, but let me just okay. check check the other option. Um, I know you guys probably don't use paladin too much on. Uh, nope, just Valentine special last year. No. That one's worse. Okay. You feel particularly scorned and a little bit more unlucky as the Triant sort of abashes you of trying to flirt with them. She's she's uh she's being very non-influenced by your words, and it seems to have an effect on you, although you're not exactly sure what this effect is yet. Oh, it was worth a try. I tossed the coin back to Miss Polly. Do <laughs> you toss like toss it, toss it? Or... Yeah, I just well, underhand lob it. Yeah, nothing happens this time <laughs> when it flips in the air. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I mean, can't, whether it falls on the ground or not, I'm gonna uh, take the coin and I'm gonna slip it into uh, into my breast pocket. Okay. Perfect. <clears throat> Uh, and I think uh, I think I think with that, <clears throat> I'm gonna say, um, uh, Polly's Polly's gonna say. Um, uh, so do we do we have any other business we need to take care of right now, or can I start making dinner? Uh, Jake just thinks we have. Tra we're traveling west, so he's good. Okay, so then Polly's gonna walk off and just start prepping for prepping dinner for the <clears throat> for that night. Perfect. Jake returns to the helm. Sweet. Once the maps are found, Saros is just going to gather them all up and sit at the base of the tree on deck and just spread them out and start studying. Uh, <clears throat> so Amar has taken some time to get better at what he's doing since become they've taken the feet skills. Um, <clears throat> And most of that relates to history and to nature. So since become really like he's taken a lot of time studying the maps <clears throat> when he wasn't studying uh, other bodies. Um, yeah, so he, yeah. yes, so it's gonna actually start sounding semi-intelligent when talking to Saros instead of just playing it off and being silly. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's time we call those friends of ours 
that we had the race with. Maybe they can help us figure out how to get in contact with the Pirate Guild. And I pick up my speaking stone, and I dial the speaking stone number they gave us. Okay, you dial the speaking stone number that they gave you. Rings a few times. Hey, hey, how the hell did you get this number? Uh, are, are you the bug people we raced with the other day? Bug, bug people, this is Arlo. Who, who the hell are you? Uh, Captain Jake Swallow. Ha, Swallow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, before you, what's your real name? Uh, that That is my real name, Spider-Man. Oh, uh, and it is a very good name. <laughs> well, I'm, I apologize. Apparently, I was given the wrong number. <laughs> who gave you my number? Uh, some bug people we raced on a spaceship. Huh. You guys are on a spaceship? Yeah, do you not have those? Hold, hold on real quick. Hey! Are you a spaceship? Why not? <laughs> no, we don't have a spaceship. Uh, place is all right, stupid. Well, Alright, I'll tell you what. Where, if I can just get down your uh, location information, I'll stop by sometime and show you my spaceship. That sounds suggestive. <laughs> it is! I mean, I mean, I would also love to show you my mask, but I meant I'd show you the ship. I... Please do not fly to my home and show me your wiener. <laughs> I, I don't know how to be more clear about that. That's not what I, I don't want that in my day. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Jake Swallow does not do anything without affirmative consent. Wait, did you say that you're on the ground and you don't have a spaceship and your name is Arlo? So you are low on the ground? Ha 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 ha. Hey, can I get his location information for reasons? <laughs> so we're more than happy to rendezvous. You let us know where. Uh, how about you let me know where you're at, and I'll uh, I'll, I, I'll take care of that. Uh, do you have the ability to travel interdimensionally and interplanetarily? Otherwise, you don't know it like it makes sense for us Maybe. to come to you. You just confirmed you don't have a spaceship. That was. The, that got uh, that got retconned. <laughs> Jake, do you have your eyes on the road, or are you on your phone again? Your speaking stone again? Oh, oh, sh I, I gotta go, and I hang up the speaking stone. <laughs> do I make you roll to see if you actually go off track? With your <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> All right, that's just a straight d twenty. <laughs> I got 10. No, you're fine. <laughs> oh, shit. And then you just reorganize the, the ship's location. <clears throat> Oops, bad number. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Turns out I have a short attention span, and staying in the same place for five days is really wearing me out. It's been five minutes. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> It has been the same night. Uh, you guys have not had dinner yet. <laughs> time ah. has not passed. Time ah, time moves weirdly problem. on this world. Not that weirdly. <laughs> I'm the problem. Uh, is there a way to get the ship to like just go in a straight line while I've been in the helm for two minutes? You can ask. Uh, 
Shift, can you just keep going straight for a minute while I go down to the supply room? Fine. But don't All say right. that you I never did anything for you. Of course not. I genuinely appreciate you. You are the most valuable member of the crew. Hmm. That's all. <laughs> all right. I marched down to the supply room, and because I only put gave the key to Polly long enough for everyone to leave the ship, I open up the thing and I get some booze. Jake's done being sober now. Jake's done being sober. There it is. <laughs> what was that? Um, yeah. An hour? Two hours? Yeah. No, more. It because was like a day. Because, because, yeah. yeah, it was like a whole day. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I get a bottle of rum and I get some of the hops. And then I return to the helm, and I pop out, like, a little camping chair and sit at the helm while drinking a beer. How is your dinner going, Polly? Would you like to roll to see if it's uh, going well? Uh, sure. Why don't we do that? Uh, so, just a d20? Yeah, d20 plus your proficiency. I assume you're proficient with chef's tools or... Yeah. They are labeled as in D&D world. Yes. Uh, what do I have for proficiency? You guys are currently a plus three, I believe, in level five. Okay. Then it is uh, 15. Yeah. Solid dinner. It is It is pretty on par with what you guys are used to, and you're pretty impressed with it yourself. Just like, perfect spicing. Yep. So uh, last, uh, last time we were at... Um, Last session, we got a bunch of fruits, vegetables, and grains, so Polly's kind of playing around, um, playing around with, uh, trying to make something familiar with some unfamiliar fruits and vegetables, trying to, you know, uh, see if I can come up with something that would be, uh, nutritious as well as, uh, you know, not taste like absolute garbage, because you don't want that. Oh, and I do need at some point from you, I do need the fun recipes from Grandma to try out. Uh, I won't be trying those now, but um, uh, right now it's more just trying to get a handle for what the different fruits and vegetables and grains taste like. Yeah. You, uh, they're, they're pretty similar to a lot of other ones that you've cooked with before, so mm-hmm. uh, nothing too outlandish right now. Uh, Roloy has kind of sat down at one of the chairs while is watching you cook and occasionally chimes in like, oh no, you gotta cut it that way because otherwise you'll like nick the seed and the seed makes everything bitter if you accidentally cut it. Uh, it's still edible, but it just tastes less good. Um, and then like every so often we'll chime in with a different thing like, oh, make sure you like really smush this particular thing so that like it actually cooks well or else it like won't... Um, do what you're thinking it will just random things um every so often about certain pieces of the food that you were making and then occasionally turning over looking a little green putting their head on the table <laughs> trying to get used to being on a ship because they are not very sea worthy on water or air See your air legs, depending on how Jake feels at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I... <clears throat> Would it be possible to use um, 
lesser restoration to cure the seasickness or the ship sickness. Mm. What is the exact language of lesser restoration? I'm not sure if that would be doable. We can see. You touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition afflicting it. The condition hmm. can be the condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Hmm. I don't know that you would classify seasickness as a disease. Um. Hmm. I mean, nausea is a symptom of a disease. Is a symptom of a disease. I feel like. It could be argued either way. Um, yeah, you can try. Okay, cool. I will do that then. So I will, I will cast less uh, lesser restoration. How long are the effects of lesser restoration? Just it says it cures it, or does it have a time limit? Uh, it says I, I end one disease or condition afflicting it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you you do that. Um, Roloy looks a little bit less green, a little bit more stable. Just, oh, hi! Why did you touch me? <clears throat> you, you were looking. You were looking a little. Ro, what's uh, what? Uh, Roloy is just a, a like a human looking humanoid. Yes. I believe I described them as elvish. Half elfish. Okay. I don't remember if I said they were a half elf or a full elf, but they are elvish in some way. But they, they do not already have a green complexion, though, correct? I, no. I wanted to make sure that when I say green around the gills, it doesn't come off as offensive. So, um, <laughs> sure. you, you were looking, you were looking a little green around the gills. So uh, I thought, uh, I thought I'd, I'd give I you a little help. It's a, it's a figure of speech. Uh, does Miss Polly proc wild magic casting lesser restoration? Do I? Do you? No. Um, and, oh. uh, and and I and I appreciate the help showing me how to handle the the food the the food so that you know I don't accidentally end up poisoning a member of the crew. Hmm, <clears throat> that would be bad. Um, I would also like to not be poisoned. Uh, your food smells really good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Also, <laughs> uh, now that you're feeling a little bit, you're feeling a little bit, a uh, uh, little bit less nauseous. Um, just a word of advice: when you are nauseous, probably not the best idea to be around cooking food. It tends to make things a little bit worse. But uh, you know, maybe you can explore, uh, go explore the ship a little bit. Uh, I'm pretty sure that um, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, Saros and uh, Amar might be hanging out over by the treant. Maybe you want to see what they're doing. I mean, you might be tired of Amar at this point, but who knows. <laughs> no, no, Amar and I had a really interesting conversation um, on the island. So, no, I'm not tired of, of Amar. Um, I'll go find them if I'm bothering you. Oh, no, it's fine. Either way, I just, you know, you, you don't need to feel like you're stuck here because you're nauseous. You can go, uh, go explore a little bit if you'd like. Oh, okay, I appreciate it. Um, Reloy will just kind of still sit there. Just, I appreciate it, and stay sitting. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, then I'm going to go back to, uh, to finishing up dinner. Cool. Anyone else doing anything? Or... Uh, Jake, while he's down having his beer, is like, Ship, do we have any records on the Pirates Guild? On all of the Pirates Guilds? The, or the, the one spell jammer, pirate, The Spelljammer Pirate Guild that those bug people told us about. Hmm... From what I know, there are multiple locations of the Pirates' Guilds located across various worlds. Often, they are inside of larger cities. If you're going to find them, keep an eye out for mischievous people. They usually have specific symbols uh indicating that they are of the pirates guild although it can vary depending on the world uh mr Roy, i just kind of shout over i use the comms to call down to the kitchen uh do you, do you know anything about a pirates guild on your world Roloy kind of jumps is not expecting that Realizes that it's a speaking stone kind of situation. I expect the detector um, to be familiar with speaking stones. Uh, no, no, no. The, from the Artificer Isle, they are familiar with speaking stones, just it shocked them a little. Um, they are a very jumpy person. And uh, they, they kind of jump a little bit. Um, they're like whispering to Polly. They're like, can I just like shout back or do I have to do anything? Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's right over there and I'm going to point to it. Oh, okay. We'll go closer and just kind of like, yeah, I mean, you can... Uh, you don't have to be that loud. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, dear, I'm a rabbit. I have good hearing. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, we see pirates sometimes on the island. Grandma usually chases the bad pirates off. Sometimes there's not as bad pirates that come around, and those ones are cool because they bring us fun things to make technology with. I don't really know how she determines what's a good or bad pirate. Um, they... What did you want to know specifically? Uh, I'm trying to get in contact with other pirates when we hit the mainland. I was curious if you'd know what symbols they have. If you've seen oh. them before. Huh. Okay. Um... Let me see if he remembers exactly what. Yeah. Um, okay. So he thinks for a second. And then they're kind of like pondering. And then do the aha kind of motion. They're like, yeah, actually, I do remember. Um, there's this like sun. Like, like, so we have two suns on our world. So they have these like interlocking suns on their flag. But there's swords also that are crossed over each other um so i guess like in a lot of books i read growing up they always did like the skull and crossbones kind of thing which doesn't really make sense to me i don't know why that's a pirate thing but they have sons instead um you know they it, maybe it's maybe it's a comet maybe it's not a sun maybe it's a comet but anyway it's some kind of fiery symbol and then there's swords huh jake writes down no update pirate flag uh, thank you, Mr. Roy. That will be all. And I hang up my speaking stone. Do I need to do anything to hang it up? I uh, just leave it there. 
Okay. <laughs> Rolari goes back to sitting down at the table. So you guys are all set for the evening. Um, are you guys doing anything specific at dinner time? You just want to progress to the next day? I'll leave that to you guys if you guys want to keep this current evening. So is nighttime going to actually be dark? It seems like, and you guys have been traveling for about an hour or so, maybe a little longer than an hour for the time it's probably taking you to make dinner. It's gotten a little darker. It kind of seems like it's settled out. It's dark enough that you can see stars out, but it doesn't seem like it's going to get, like, midnight dark. Okay. So it's, at some point, if, unless someone has something they want to do before night, I have something I want to do at night. Uh, when the sun sets, Jake sings the song music of the night from a band for the opera. Oh. <laughs> And of course, he's singing to the tree ant. <laughs> you are rather talkative today. I and was sober for singing. so many hours. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Were you sober when you crashed me? Or were you not sober when you crashed me? I was not sober when I crashed you. <laughs> hmm. Do not do that again. I promise I will not crash you again on purpose, at least. You do know I die if the ship dies, right? That's why I'm promising not to crash you. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if I fully believe you but I will trust you for now. All right, tell you what. I take... Uh, I, I asked the ship very nicely to take the helm again, and I put the alcohol back in storage. <laughs> I trust I you slightly more. Still not completely. I won't drink while I'm at the helm anymore. Okay. She's still pretty bitter, but I mean, warm it up a little. <laughs> the the persistent efforts seem to be getting you somewhere. And on my way back from the storage room, I pop in the galley and grab some of the carrots. Polly made sure that there's like an entire bucket of carrots because she knows that this is just how Jake. This is just Jake's mo. <laughs> Polly, you can roll perception to see if you do notice that Jake comes back without alcohol, though. Uh, that is 19 plus 3. So yeah. 23. You can fully, you fully clock that something's different. <clears throat> um, you feeling okay there, Jake? Oh yeah, I'm feeling fine. Why do you ask? Uh, you just seem like you're missing something, that's all. Ah, maybe I just don't have enough pep in my step. And I crunch a carrot and walk away like nothing's wrong. Uh, Polly's definitely gonna, gonna take note of uh, <laughs> take note of the fact that uh, Jake doesn't seem to be drinking and uh, didn't draw attention to the fact that he's not drinking since that seems to be all he talks about when he doesn't <laughs> have booze. <laughs> uh, 
So once uh once the sun has set and it's got darker, uh, Polly is gonna um, she's gonna leave she's gonna leave the galley and she's gonna walk up to um, wherever she can see sort of outside the ship and see the sky. <laughs> so I don't know if that's gonna be where the train is or if it's gonna be on the um, the, the helm or where that is. But um, she's gonna sort of stare out at the sky and um, she's gonna think about what Saro said to her when she was uh, when they first got into town they were sort of wandering the streets uh, when Saros first started talking she said uh, Saro said that um, uh, they said that uh, that Polly's feathers looked like the night sky and it's one of those things like where you see something so many times that you don't see like some aspect about it until someone points it out um she's literally never considered the, the fact that her her plumage could actually look or be mistaken for the night sky so um she's gonna take one of her sort of like loose feathers that's kind of like dangling there she's gonna pick she's gonna pick it off and she's gonna kind of just like hold it up to the night sky and sort of start to see that um in fact you do see um, it's not quite a one-to-one but it's almost as if the the stars are represented on her feathers and um it's going to uh it's going to sort of resonate with her in sort of a deep druidic way um that uh she's going to uh she's going to start to develop this sort of relationship with the stars and the nature of the stars um, and that's how she becomes a circle of the circle of stars druid, um, and uh, um, uh, she'll go ahead and she'll use she'll use these feathers as her star map. Because even though again they might not be a one to one, they seem to be at least close enough. So, uh, uh, and then uh, once she sort of has this this realization. She's um, she's gonna kind of solemnly go back to her room, which is in the galley, uh, in her hammock, and she'll uh, she'll rest for the night there. Wonderful. So, unless anyone else has anything they want to do at night, um... I do have one thing. Yes. Um, so, Saros is going to wait until everyone has gone. Uh, to their various rooms and uh, kind of bedded down for the night mm-hmm. is going to slowly creep back onto deck and walk up to the treant and uh, just go uh, great lady um, do you have a name? Hmm. is there something to call you? did I name your guys' ship in one of the early episodes? I can't remember if I previously named her or not if I can't remember, then we will go with a no. I remember we joked about her uh, name being how are, how are you... <laughs> we did make that joke. I don't know if that was that was the actual name that was settled on. I don't remember if you decided it was canon or not. I do remember that's the only time we discussed her name. We'll, we'll make it canon, I guess, because that's an easy one to remember is Alexa. Um, so she, she kind of rustles a little bit you see some of the leaves that were kind of furled closed are like open a little bit um like as though she was snoozing off after jake had eventually wandered away again um if jake had wandered away at this point 
Jake is like sleeping in a hammock by the helm in case the ship needs to be directed, even though he mm. trusts the ship to handle it while he's asleep. Perfect. Um, and she, you kind of see like this like face that's gnarled out of like the wood, kind of leans down um, lower in the trunk, and like just kind of stares at you for a moment, takes you in. I am known as Alexa. It's a wonderful name. Uh, uh, Lady Alexa. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to have a moment. Um, (laughs) uh, I was hoping to ask, um, you are such a a tall, magnificent um, vantage and it would be so nice to be able to see the stars every night. May I um, settle uh, in your branches? You want to sleep in my branches? Or yes. just be up in them? Uh, both. I would assume I don't tend to sleep as much as others, so it would just kind of be and, and meditate on what I see. Hmm. As long as you do not harm my branches, I have no issues with people sleeping in them or otherwise being up in them. I would never, never uh, harm you in any purpose or unpurpose. I, um, it would not do. Jake loudly snorts in his sleep in the distance. You kind of see the eyes of the tree on, like almost as though someone's looking over their shoulder. It kind of moves and then gives back to your direction. It's like, do you snore? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't hear myself when I am asleep. Hmm. I will just move more leaves near you if you snore. (laughs) (laughs) There's been more branches that have gotten pushed in Jake's direction, slightly moving the hammock towards the edge, like almost on an angle. (laughs) The entire ship tilts a little bit. Tilts just a little. I'm over by the helm, not by the ship, by the the tree. Some branches sprout by the top of the helm. (laughs) Treon is connected to the ship. (laughs) Just... Pushes you, puts a barrier. But uh, you have been given permission to go up there. Do you do you need assistance to get up there, or can you climb yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm very good at, at climbing. I can get up there myself. Thank you, great lady. And Taros will just kind of shimmy up the tree and um, find a nice little crook. Um, and kind of settle in to stare at stars and, and just be there for the rest of the night. Perfect. Yeah, so you guys are all good to um, go the night. Nothing happens. Um, yeah, you guys... Um, hmm. Who wakes up first? Or do you guys want to roll to see who wakes up first? I want to roll initiative to see who wakes up first. Yeah, roll me, roll me initiative. See who wakes up first. 
I'll also roll for Roloy to see if he's a particularly early riser. Wow, with my plus six, I have a ten. <laughs> Fourteen. Four. With a net one. Seventeen. A net one. Wait, you said a net one? Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you proc wild magic while you're sleeping. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm I hoping hope for you. Three doesn't mind. <laughs> okay, I've got a 14 and an 85. 14 and an 85. Let's see. One's fine. Um, go down to 85. Hmm. Neither of these is good or bad, I think. Um, pick one. 85. So, you can't see this, but the Treant, um, kind of beginning to wake up with the early sun, uh, does notice this and as you are kind of like gently like swaying with the breeze of the wind on the branches uh there's like almost a secondary version of you in every spot that you are anytime that like you're slightly moved hmm. sorrows drops some lsd <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like an after like an after image yeah an after image You were unsure of this yourself because you're still sleeping at this point, but the tree aunt notices it and just kind of like takes that in and acknowledges that for themselves and doesn't wake you up. Um, like weird. I'm not sure <laughs> if I should should worry about that yet or not. <laughs> um, okay, who who rolled the highest on that? I think that was Jake. It was Amar. Jake only had ten. Okay, yeah. So Amar wakes up first. Um, you, with the early rising of the sun, um, definitely notice this kind of thing that Roloy had pointed out where there's suddenly not just one sun. There's almost like one sun followed behind trailing by like another sun about, uh, at this point, probably like not even 15 minutes later, because it's at that point in time for them where the suns were basically on top of each other. And so they're still pretty close to one another. Um, but just barely, so it's like almost this weird shadow effect in the sky as they're coming up, and it's like brighter in that one spot, and otherwise it's a normal sunrise, um, just slightly brighter than usual. With the changing colors. Very beautiful sunrise. Jake Very... sings Here Comes the Song by the Beatles. In his sleep? That's in his sleep. <laughs> uh, when the, when he wakes up, I imagine the bright light of two suns would rouse him from his sleep. Uh, but before I'm... before he gets up, um, since Polly rolled a fourteen, I believe fourteen, yeah. Um, Polly is getting up and doing the the normal the normal cook things, getting uh, the stoves warmed up, all that good stuff. How does Jake drink his coffee? Irish, <laughs> <laughs> just Irish. Okay. <clears throat> Um, so Polly's gonna, Polly's gonna walk up, uh, Polly's gonna walk up to the helm, 
uh, with a cup of Irish coffee uh, ready to go uh, for Jake when he wakes up. Jake looks up, smells the coffee, and says, I'm so sorry, Miss Polly. Can you make me just a cup of regular coffee this morning? You want regular coffee? You know, actually, that doesn't sound good. I'll have a cup of tea. Are you sure you're okay? I'm fine. I just made a promise. Oh, 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 okay. Um, I'll go see if, I don't know, maybe Amar wants an Irish coffee? Someone might want this. Uh, and then I'll sort of leave the, leave the helm, trying to find out if anyone else wants a coffee. <laughs> actually, no, actually, wait. Uh, Polly's gonna walk, uh, she's gonna walk up to the tree and, and see uh, Saros in the tree. Um, and the weird after-image thing going on. And then Polly's gonna start drinking the Irish coffee and just walk back to the kitchen saying, I, I, I can't I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> and start making tea for Jake. About, like, 20 minutes later, stumbling into the kitchen, super duper messy bedhead, barely eyes open, uh, rubbing sleep from their eyes is Roloy. Just huge. Oh, okay, I'm not used to sleeping on moving objects. It's really weird. Our house doesn't move. I'm not used to that. Uh, where is she? Uh, where is where is he stumbling into? The kitchen. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, it takes it takes some getting used to. Um. Coffee. Ooh. Is there cream in it? Uh, I can... Do I have cream on you? <laughs> oh, I have Irish coffee, so... Um, I have a type of cream. Uh, yeah, we actually uh, didn't think to buy dairy while we were on the island. <laughs> we didn't. We <laughs> <laughs> <You> would keep. <laughs> I we, have a How do you know the ship doesn't have a box of cold, then? Well, no, I was asking because I don't want regular cream i actually don't drink that but i know a lot of people do drink their coffee with regular cream um i'm kind of this is so embarrassing my grandma makes fun of me for it i i like um like oat cream does that make sense that's not something a lot of people know about oat cream so like oat juice yeah it's like cream made from oats you, you just like put water in oats and let it sit and then you like smush it up a whole bunch and then you put it in like one of those like cloth things that you put vegetables in sometimes and then it strains and i think some people use it like a milk but it's not milk um i mean i guess it's a milk but it's not anyway it's really good do I have to roll and see if Polly can figure that out? Because I feel like that's a thing that she should be able to figure out based on that description, but... You can figure it out pretty easy, unless you want okay. to roll. N not particularly. Mordo <laughs> baby, I'm sorry. Mordo knocked over the spelljammer books and scared himself. No. <laughs> I was going to say, Mordo just body slammed something. Um, You're okay, baby. Polly will go ahead and uh, and take a take a stab take a stab at uh, making oat milk <laughs> since, since that's what's uh, that's what's being described. It is is it uh, like uh, almond milk? 
Yeah, but almonds are really, really, really bad for the environment. They use a lot of water, and we don't get a lot of regular water here. So, I mean, oats are a little bit better um, just because we don't have a whole, whole lot of fresh water. It's mostly salt water from the sea, and we have a lot of seawater. But salty almond milk sounds gross if it's too salty. It's okay. We can't buy almonds. Every time I go around ports asking for nuts, Miss Polly tells me to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, does someone have a nut allergy? <sighs> Roloy, how old are you? I'm like 21, I guess. Equivalent of that. I'm older than that, but for, for most people, 21 makes sense. Well, I mean, I'm like four by because I'm a friggin' Aarakocra, but like, um, I'm like just over a right. hundred if you want to be technical, but oh, well, how old are you all in human years? 21. Humans are basically the fantasy equivalent of dogs. <laughs> well, bless your heart. And then I'm just gonna go back to. I'm gonna go back to. So I, I fix up the. I fix up the oat milk. Um, I don't know how much Roloy wants, so it'll be like in a little container. They can pour whatever they want. <laughs> the coffee is mostly oat milk with a dash of coffee. <laughs> because Jake did not want black tea, so it's great that we have oat milk now. <laughs> uh, if um, if Roloy catches sight of Amar, Roloy's like. Hey, Amar, have you ever tried oat milk? It's really good, especially in coffee. And then holds up this mostly cream-based coffee. It is uh, so sweet of you. It is... Uh, <clears throat> it, it looks wonderful. I hope that you very much enjoy it. Now, you know what you do to complete, Mr. Roy, you know what you do to complete the circle of life is you use the milk, the oat milk, to make yourself a bowl of oatmeal. Ooh. That, would that be considered oat cannibalism? I mean, the oats aren't eating each other. You're eating the you oats. You know that? Then roll intelligence check for Jake. <laughs> I feel like that's a nature check. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have plus... Alright, nature gives me a plus one, so I have an eight. <laughs> Jake, has no, Jake has no idea whether or not oats eat each other when you mix the things in there. <laughs> you you guys are starting to see a little bit more of Reloy's personality, because honestly, you only hung out with Reloy for like an hour and got this feeling of bored bartender from them before, but on top of being extremely naive things going over their head, they're also a little bit of a shit stir. <laughs> Uh, I I like you a lot. <laughs> Thanks. So far, I like all of you guys too. Saros, have you ever tried oat milk? Saros thinks for like the longest time. No. Maybe. No. No. Also, why is there more than one of you? There is. I. <laughs> he just starts looking down at himself and like spinning in circles, like trying to figure out where the other one of him is. 
Jake it's almost dizzying mirror. because of the after image. <laughs> I'm finishing what's left of that Irish coffee because I this is just this is like just too weird. <laughs> Jake, I don't know how you handle this so early in the morning. <laughs> uh, I have a tolerance. I even barely even feel it. table no but i do need all of you to roll uh the d20s for me again Seventeen. okay 11 okay 13 okay was that two 13s uh, 18 no. 18 nothing happens Jake, have you ever tried oat milk? Jake holds up the cup of tea he has with oat milk in it and takes a sip. Oh, right, you put some in the tea. Is it good in tea? I've never had it in tea. It is good. And then Jake's like, thinks for a minute, Miss Polly, do we have coconuts from the when we bought things? I don't know. Did I get coconuts from them? You got coconuts. <laughs> I got coconuts. Honestly, of all the fruits you have, you have mostly coconuts. Okay. We, okay. Can, also make, we can also make coconut milk if anybody desires. It's basically the same principle. You know you can make a really, really, really good drink if you have cinnamon and coconut cream. It's not like regular coconut milk. It's like the thicker part of coconut when you make it into like a milky kind of consistency. Um, and then you put cinnamon in it. And then you put rum in it. And that's really good. Ah, I am an expert on rum. I knew this. Jake's Bard College degree was actually in bartending. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all I can say is I'm glad we got oats in the all. All in oats. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> You're uh, funny, Amar. <laughs> that was great. Drew can still hear you guys, by the way. <laughs> the look he just gave me peeking over his computer. <laughs> uh, Polly's obviously a little trash at this point. Um... <laughs> Because this is too, I, I this too early I, for her. I'm tempted to use lesser, use a lay on hands to remove Miss Polly's buzz. Stop it! And she like knocks your hand away. <laughs> I don't want you to touch me. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Affirmative consent. I was yeah, trying to. Help. That's right. That's right. You know, I give you a lot of crap, Jake, but you're actually pretty good, rabbit man. Uh, thank you. I appreciate your somewhat racist comment. <laughs> Do you appreciate the racist part of the comment, though? The comment, the racism I'm looking over. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, you, only, see, you can only say that if you are a rabbit yourself. That's my word. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shh. Okay, don't tell anyone, and and I won't do it again. We should not make a habit of jokes about rabbits. Okay. What did I just say about it being my word? What, the rabbit? I thought it was the word that was uh, said. No, if you're talking about 
you're talking about me contextually, you can't use the word rabbit. If you're talking about an actual bunny, it's okay. Oh, you said the word. I didn't think I repeated the word that was said before. No, see, when you're talking to Jake, you have to talk about how his hair is a god. Yeah? <laughs> huh? Uh? Uh? Uh, Polly is going to finish making dinner and then pretty much pass out in her hammock till the afternoon, cause, uh, till lunchtime, because she's, she's obviously just not okay. No. Especially since uh, she's making dinner in the morning. Yeah, she's making dinner. <laughs> she got confused as to what she was doing. She started making dinner. So, um... <laughs> So instead of so instead of eggs, instead of eggs, bacon, the whole normal uh, gambit that y'all are used to, uh, she first of all used the leftover oats um, to make. I don't know what could she make with oats? It's not breakfast food. Bread. Uh, yeah, she just made bread. Just a bunch of bread and a giant muffin that says Jake written in like uh, little like little poppy berries. Seeds. Yeah, poppy seeds right on top. Just says Jake. Yeah. A carrot and poppy seed oat muffin. Oh gosh, that actually doesn't sound too bad. Very okay. Okay, see very everyone later. Really interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and Jake makes his way back up to the top deck. Uh, Mister Amar, can you teach Saros all the knots and things for uh, operating the top the deck of the ship today? Uh, sure. Grab Mr. Arnold, but apparently he's sleeping in. I, Saros came in while everyone was in the kitchen and was looking at the after image and trying basically like a cat trying to grab its own <laughs> tail. <laughs> Though, um, if we're headed up to the ship, Saros would just go in and raid the kitchen and get some of the star fruit and just take it up with him. How much of the star fruit did you take? Like enough for one portion, like just breakfast. Okay. Uh, like a lost puppy, Reloy is just following whomever has the biggest group of people. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Reloy, you should also learn how to tie the knots and such. Is that something you already know? No. I'm not very good at a lot of things. But I don't think I've ever had to tie. Well, um, no, I've never had to tie knots before. By the way, the knots that we are referring to are the uh, things to keep the sails on, not the how fast we are going, which are also knots, which is very confusing. And not bedroom knots either. Okay. Well, although that is something that it looked like. Uh, it is similar, actually. It did look like Jake was trying to work out knots and poly earlier, like in the shoulder. Different kind of knot again. Not that I... kind of knot. <laughs> There's a lot of knots. There are not also, the, not the same as the knots. ones on the tree either. <laughs> not really. Knots. Things you're not supposed to do. Hmm. Things that are not the. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't think I was going to forget, did you? <laughs> but I gave you less day off, whatever. <laughs> and so I pull off 50 feet of hemp and rope and I start, while I'm doing the helm I just toss it to Saros and Reloy like, here you go, practice your knots Is Reloy decent at knot? Decent 
Is it not? <clears throat> and all that like silly wordplay, I never actually said anything about how to do the knots. <laughs> Roloi is just good at tying knots. They're not necessarily the specific knots, but they are knots. They they can mm -hmm. put a knot in a piece of rope. <laughs> okay. Not a slip knot. Not a not a square knot. Not a whatever other kind of word knots you use on a ship. I was gonna say you said the only two knots I know the name of besides the one you use for your shoelaces. <laughs> can I make the suggestion that uh, Roloi holds up uh, the knot and says these knots? Yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a okay. good suggestion is ignored. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah. This is a very uneventful day for you guys. Um it is very calm, very sunny, very warm as the sun rises. Uh now that you no longer have the shade of a neighboring forest, it is very apparent that it is very 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 hot during the day. You guys kind of got a hint of that at night when it was a lot warmer than you guys were used to, but it is not even, like, roll-worthy. It is sweltering on the decks. I'm gonna take the time to actually show them how to make the right knots, though. <laughs> <clears throat> After the silly wordplay, of course. Roller's pretty average at it. Not a star, not bad probably the only thing aside from bartending that they are average at so far is not tying and not tying and not, not tying <laughs> sorry if you would like to roll to see uh, how good at not tying you are you are welcome to as well sure what will this be survival I think makes sense okay that is a 17 great at it pure natural Pirating was life for you. I get on my speaking stone. Miss Paul, in addition to all that bread, can you make some pretzels? Because they'd be great to have some not bread. <sighs> Quieter, please. But yes, <laughs> I can make some pretzels. Alright, let me know if you want me to come down and take care of that hangover. I have that ability now. Uh, no, no. I need to learn from my mistakes. And Polly will start making making pretzels because that is apparently what Jake wants. I just wanted you to be in on the not jokes. Are the pretzels the kind you make with um, lye or are they kind that you make without lye? Like, are we dealing with explosive possible pretzels or are you dealing with regular pretzels? Explosive <laughs> pretzels? You, look, if you if you mess up using lye in the kitchen making pretzels, you can have your pot explode. It's a thing. It's there to burn yourself really bad. Um, you can also, also use baking soda because you're just trying to get the water to be basic so it forms that crust on the pretzel. Anyway. So my options are lye or baking soda? Yeah. I feel like we're more likely to have baking soda. I, I think that that's probably, that's probably true. Yeah. Just wondering. Uh, I don't even know where we would have gotten lye from. Yeah, well, the last time I disposed of a body, probably. I mean, it's also used as a cleaning agent and disposing of certain... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cleaning yeah, agent. I know yeah. it's we do have a laundry room. room. That's true. But I think we'd have more after have that. <laughs> the lion borax? I'm not going to Google that right now. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, you Borax should is not pretzels. super dangerous to touch, although it can... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just made with baking soda. 
ったほっぽか歌う<笑> You guys make pretzels Have pretzels Alright I'm going to attempt something stupid Okay I'm going to cast Nathir's Mischief I need to roll a d4 I'm centering this on the tree I got a one. I got the effect I wanted. Okay, uh, what is it? Do you the smell of apple pie fills the air around the tree, and needs to make, everyone around the tree needs to make a wisdom saving throw to become charmed by Jake. Interesting. Including the tree? Including the tree. The tree is a living thing. I just wanted to make delicious apple pie smell. Let's see. And it should be DC, I believe, 14 for Jake at the moment. Spell save. Where is that in D&D Beyond? There you go. You have it's 15, actually. What saving throw? A wisdom. Wisdom. Why does it smell like apple pie around me now? I heard you making pretzels, but they are not apple pretzels. <laughs> I... I just cast a spell to make it smell fresh up, fresher up here on deck because I'm tired of the smell of the sea. I really like the apple pie smell! Jake, you're really cool! <laughs> I assume everybody was folding knots around the tree because everyone likes hanging around the tree. I was making pretzels, so... Well, not you, I meant, I meant all the rope tires. Saros just kind of sits there uh, with his eyes closed, just sniffing the air. I had advantage and rolled double fours. <laughs> yeah, well, I got a five, so <laughs> same. <laughs> and uh, Mark disappeared. Yeah, Mark disappeared. He went to go ask the galley for pie. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, what are you doing? Can I hang out with you? Uh, sure. I'll show you how that helm works. And I was like, okay, okay so what you do I need wheel... to do? When you turn the wheel left like this, the ship goes left. And I turn the ship gently left. Just a little bit to show off it goes left, not to take us off course. <laughs> okay. And then and this way it goes right. And if you want to take it to the sky, I'm not going to do this one. I'm mine pulling the wheel back and down. Okay, so I will never, ever, ever do that part, because that part is weird. I don't like it yet, but the other parts make sense to me. And that is basically the helm as a non-sea person Paul understands it. <laughs> Here, would you like to try keeping the ship steady? I don't believe you need to be a spell jammer to sail it on water. Sure, I can try. Surprisingly, perfect. <laughs> Like, better navigation probably than you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like I'm not good at things, but this feels really natural. I guess because I was born on an island. Maybe I'm just good at it because of that. We do a lot of sailing. Just uh, not that, with big ships like this. That tracks. And I just, like... Quietly showing my speaking stone, like, it's Polly. If an apple pie was also available for lunch, I would appreciate it. 
Everybody's craving apple pie up here. You just you just hear Polly in the background. First he asked for pretzels, and then he asked for an apple pie. <laughs> what do I freaking look like? Oh, I'm sorry. Is is your is your job title not the ship's cook? Oh shit! I didn't realize that you could hear me. Uh, yeah, I like the <laughs> apple pie. Wait, what do I pay you poorly for? <laughs> <laughs> she she lifts she lifts she lifts her brow. <laughs> at a phone call. Yes, she lifts her brow at the speaking stone. <laughs> just, just gives it a look. Uh, thank you, Miss Polly. I appreciate you, and I hang up my speaking stone. <laughs> Amari, did you end up passing that um, wisdom save against um, Jake's spell save for the charm? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, so, Amar knows I'm full of shit and just goofing around. I mean, it still smells delicious. I have, Everybody, stay calm. I ordered pie. Wait, so there wasn't a real pie? No, that was me casting a spell to make it smell nice up here. Oh. I have arranged, I have arranged for pie because I caused a pie craving. That was nice of you. Thank you. This is why I'm captain, because of how nice I am. I am a good leader, and I pat myself on the back. That makes sense. I believe you wholeheartedly. The, the tree just kind of chimes in. I don't disagree with you, but... Maybe not always wholeheartedly. And then it's Roy okay, Alexa. Kind of I'm trying to be better. <laughs> You are... Tree stops. Was going to say growing on me. Pauses <laughs> so she does not say growing on me. You are not angering me as much as you did when you crashed me. I'm trying. I appreciate it. Roloy, not expecting the tree to talk, uh, kind of jumps realizes as a triant, knows what a triant is, and like, oh, I didn't realize that was a real triant. You, okay. All right, yep. that makes sense. The, the ship is the triant. Uh, Alexa, Mr. Reloy, Mr. Reloy, Alexa. Hi. Hello. That's, the tree's just kind of taking in Reloy. And uh, no, there is not a tree uncle. It's a tree um, say hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys are pretty good on on sailing. You can get through pretty much most of the day, uh, no issues, unless you guys would like to make more food. Requests I, for Polly. Did I proc wild magic casting the fair's mischief? You did not. No. Oh well trying to get that, that wild magic to do I'm some like, I have all these. I'm like, I have all these spell slots. I might as well use one. I might as well. <laughs> no, nothing happens. It's a calm day. Calm sea. No issues. No storms. Yep. Guys are fine. Just extremely hot, extremely sunny. And smelling of apples. And smelling of apples. A little bit of burnt apples, honestly, because the wood is starting to char a little bit at this point. Uh, Mr. Reloy, is that normal? 
the sunlight or um the, the sunlight charring our ship i don't know i'm not sure uh is there some sort of check i can make for whether or not this is normal yes you can make a nature check but probably a disadvantage unless you have something that would put it at advantage uh, that can help if someone wants to provide the help action, then yeah. Alright. I'm gonna roll nature at advantage. First roll. The six. That's not gonna do shit. Mm-mm. Second roll. Is a four. <laughs> no. It's hot as shit and you All right. you know, that's it's just real hot. Uh Alexa, does the ship's air bubble thing work underwater? Does the ship's air bubble thing work underwater? If I sail the ship underwater to cool us off, will we drown? If you're um, not meant to function underwater, I will not take you underwater. Can spell jammers go underwater? I don't know. Yes. Maybe. Hmm. If the shelp is built for that, it seems to be the rule. Um, Spelljammer has no rules for piling ships underwater. Okay. Let's see. Triant. Hmm. No, I'm gonna say no. I it does not seem like spell jammers, unless they are specifically meant to submerge underwater, are designed to go underwater as far as the ships are concerned. Um they are just meant to go and fly or sail as normal. Right. Do I detect through the psychic connection I have with the ship that it took damage of any sort? Yes, but slowly. Uh, you feeling okay, Alexa? It is very warm. And warm is probably the wrong word. Alright, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Alexa. Okay. Alright, she ho- she heals by seven. Cool. And yeah. do I proc more than, wild magic? More than sufficient, and... Oh, gosh. I don't lose my die. No, you don't. If I had to guess, and this is a totally wild theory, it might have something to do with the two suns. Hmm. Do we have a anyone have a way to keep the ship cool? Any air conditioning spells? Ice spells? <laughs> um, I mean, I can create and destroy water, but that's only 10 gallons at a time. Sorry, I can do up to 30 gallons if I cast it at level 3. But that's not going to be enough to cover the ship or do anything meaningful. Well, we're just exposed. There's nowhere we can just get shade, unfortunately. 
the alternative action is try to fly the ship faster somehow or sail the ship faster. Oh, okay. I got this. All right. We're, we're racing the ship to the shore. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mr. Mar, can you cast Long Strider on the ship again? Yes. Uh, yes, sir, Capitan. And I basically put my hands on the on the floor. Cool. So you All guys right. are sailing basically double the speed. Yep. And now I'm taking the dash action instead of the more leisurely pace we were moving when we thought we didn't need to rush. Perfect. Yep. Totally normal. Still nothing happens. Um, you guys zip through the water. Um, how how do you think your individual characters are also reacting to the intense heat? Like, do you think you guys are used to hotter weather, like, from where you were? Or do you think this is something that your characters would be not accustomed to? How hot Jake? are we talking? Yeah, like, at a scale of the North Pole to the Ecuador, where are we? <laughs> You're, uh, I'm pretty sure all of us use Fahrenheit here, um, the wrong scale. Um, but yeah, it's north of 100 degrees. Oh, okay. We're we're in South Carolina in the middle of sweaty <laughs> summer. Got it. Yeah, L less humidity though, so it's like a dry heat. So it's Arizona. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Not speaking from personal experience. Um, uh, what is what is the ventilation in the galley like in the actual cooking part of the galley? Because that makes a difference. Because Polly is, if Polly's cooking on a regular basis, which she mm -hmm. is, um, she's going to be used to things being a little bit more toasty. But um, but if it's a hundred degrees and also the several uh, several increased degrees from stoves and ovens and all that stuff on, um, it could potentially be like uh, she's she's uh, she's cooking <laughs> cooking herself alive a little bit. Oh, um, Polly. <laughs> I think you probably have at least one or two windows. Okay. Just for um, generally keeping an eye on things while you're cooking. Yeah, so it's it's getting it's getting hot, but again, because Polly's sort of used to things being a little hotter, um, maybe she's pivoting towards uh, making foods that are less stove and heat intensive, and things that are a little bit more uh, a little bit more stable at cooking at room temperature. A lot more sandwiches, uh, fewer, uh, and pies. I have to make pies for some stupid reason, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but after the pies are done uh, sticking more towards uh, lighter foods to try to offset uh, Reloy is seemingly unbothered a little sleepy but seemingly unbothered I'm going to burn a divine sense to make sure that there's nothing supernatural going on here okay What's Divine Sense's specific wording? Divine Sense, give me actions. As an action, I detect good and evil. Until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything within 60 feet of us that is celestial, fiend, undead. No. Nothing within 60 feet of you. <laughs> oh god, it's the sun. <laughs> Not in the way we thought it was. <laughs> Nothing within 60 feet of you. Fine sense says nothing. 
Alright, well, there's nothing within 60 feet of us that's causing a problem, at least. Nope. Going through my paladin spells that I have to see if there's something I could have prepared because we did a long rest and I do not see anything exciting <laughs> I can do with a paladin spell. Presentation, I get a lot of mileage out of you. Can you make it cooler? I can chill warmer flavor up to Cuban food with non-living material. So I'm just constantly creating a cool breeze to keep the ship cool. Oh. I didn't want it smoldering. Yeah, you guys notice that the Treon's leaves are a little bit more, like, crispy looking, just in general. Not really, like, burning, burning, but, like, every so often, like, a little, like, spot appears in the leaf, and it sort of, like, turns brown and dies and, like, withers a little bit. Um, the Treon's having a little bit of a rough time of this. Oh, no. Uh, Lex, is there anything I can do to make things better for you? Get me out of the sun. I usually like it, but not this one. Uh, can't go underwater. We're in the middle of the ocean, so there's no shade. Leaving the planet won't solve the problem. Uh, maybe I can create a fog cloud. Uh, maybe that will ah! help. Yes, obscure the sunlight. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to because it's so hot. I'm gonna try to do a make a fog cloud at the second level. Okay. What is fog clouds language? <clears throat> I create a twenty. Uh, so I create a twenty foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners and is. Its area is heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration, or until a wind of moderate or greater speed, at least ten miles per hour, or ten miles an hour, disperses it. Uh, at a second level or higher, the radius increases by twenty feet for each slot above first. So it's about a forty-foot sphere. What is the okay. duration? Uh, duration is up to an hour. All right, so we have an hour of. Uh, okay, so we have an hour of removing ourselves from direct sunlight. I do have to concentrate on it, but thankfully Longstrider does not require concentration. And also lasts an hour. Nice. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think Fog Cloud would... Uh, where, where are you casting it? Um, <clears throat> since it's concentration, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to basically have it move along with the ship. Makes sense. So like just centered just... on the sky above the ship. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, it chills out quite a bit um, as you do that. The, the dense fog definitely helps block out a decent amount of the sunlight. Every so often from the top branches, you'll see like another leaf like wither and fall, but um, it is tolerably hot down on the deck below, uh, if not a little bit humid. But um, can I? I don't know if it's I don't know if it's better to water the treant or to try to make the fog more dense. Um, so on the does does the tree it look fine now that the, now that um, now that it has some cover does it look does it look fine at um, uh, at sort of ground level like it's sort of recuperating or does it look like it still has sort of like lingering heat damage? She is better. 
like there's a pained look on her face still like this is uncomfortable for her but it is slightly less bad than it was a moment ago okay um would i be able to use create or destroy water to make the fog how dense is the fog cloud um, I'm not sure it specifies, oh, but I'm making it dense enough that, w- that light can't pass through it. Like at all? Um, <clears throat> for that area, yes. It's not affecting navigation because you can still see past it. You can okay. see farther than 40 feet. Okay. Um, then I'm going to I'm going to create <clears throat> I'm going to create uh, water around uh, the train to try to offset a little bit of it's not going to help with the damage from the suns but it will at least help sort of rehydrate the train um, and I'm going to do that uh, since she looks like she's in pain um, I will go ahead and I'll do that at third level so I will make 10 uh, 10 20 30 gallons of water for the train that is a significant amount of water yeah. I'm just imagining us filling up like a giant version of those hamster things so there's just a constant pool of water accumulating at the base of the tree. Basically, uh, yeah. yeah. Alexa, is it possible to move the ship's mast so that the sails are shielding you from the sun? I have never tried. It might be. We can try. Um, you were asking to sorry, Mordo's barking like threw off my train of thought you're trying to move off, move the mass to yeah, shade I'm... the tree exactly, I'm trying to use the sails to shade the tree, but that involves the ship movie arranging its physical structure which is why I asked Alexa if she can do it yeah, I mean, so she can Um, let me see something I feel like our sails are also just for decoration yeah, kind of. Um, that's not the tree. Where are the suns relative to us? Are they directly overhead? At this point, not quite, but almost. Okay. Because <clears throat> our ship flies. So, like, the, is there anything saying that the ship has to fly with forward paced place uh, forward facing forward I don't know if I understand your question that you're trying so to ask our propulsion system is magic obviously but like how is the magic how is the magic is it like a magic exhaust pipe is it a magic like jetpack like what is what's the actual like propulsion itself <laughs> um they don't exactly explain that part of the living ship, so my my whole thing is I imagine it's almost kind of like the tree itself has like this rudder at the back of it that's kind of like little spinning rudder. Mm-hmm. Well, because <clears throat> it's since it's a magic ship, it doesn't necessarily have to abide by like the rules of an actual ship. Like, could we sail? Could we sail the ship backwards? Is basically what I'm asking. 
Because if we could, then we wouldn't necessarily have to move the mast. We could just reorient the ship so that the mast was shading the tree. Then we have to listen to that annoying beeping sound. Yes, we would. <laughs> I understand. I understand. You're trying to you're trying to back the ship up to orient the mast to cast can we, shade on the tree. Yeah, yeah. You can, can we do that. can we rotate the ship in such a way that we can still yes. go the direction that we're going? But yes, I think I think that would be something that could be feasible. Okay. All right. Jake turns the ship around and shifts it into reverse. All right. You see, Mister Ruwa, this here, this is the uh, gear shift that ships don't normally have. And so you pull it into this position and it lets us go in reverse. It's got a big sign that says, Jake, don't touch this. <laughs> ah, excuse me, this is exactly my job. Wait, Jake, you're not supposed to touch it. The sign says you're not supposed to. Do you want me to? Turn yes. the ship around. Ruloy touches it. Gotta you didn't say I can't. Help the tree in. <laughs> All right, and we are now sailing in reverse. There, there's shade being cast on the tree. Still, trees, tree is just generally doing unwell with the heat, but is not pained. Uh, it seems like the shade is definitely helping with on top of the fog cloud and the uh, sufficient amount of water for the tree. Yeah, um, you guys are going relatively quickly. I'll say that uh, the distance that it takes you guys for you know, the next hour, are you prolonging long strider or are you just keeping it up for the current hour? Uh, just keeping it up. Okay. And, uh, I actually asked Mr. Lloyd during the hour, do you know if there's an island nearby where we can find some shade to park the ship until nightfall? Um, n not exactly. So, uh, they're not really islands. Um, they're creatures um sometimes there's these tree creatures that come up from underwater they can go underwater um they just kind of i guess let their leaves breathe i don't know why they're okay in the sun but i guess they're used to it um but sometimes you can come across them it's not super common i think um but they they do show up every now and then they're friendly, usually. As long as you feed them. They like fish. Uh, Miss Polly, do we have fish? <clears throat> um, what? Do we have, like, nets on the ship? You would most assuredly have nets on your your pirate ship. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just, uh, just checking. Um, I was actually gonna say that, uh, that Polly was fishing today anyway. So so Polly Perfect. has the nets. Polly has the nets. And she's like holding them up and she's like I'm fishing right now, Jake. Um, <laughs> Alright. Can, can you wait just a little bit? Uh sure. Uh Alexa, do you have any way we can find one of these uh tree island things to help get shelter for you? I'm not connected with the creatures or plants of this world. So, unfortunately, okay. no. Okay, I wasn't sure we have for long-term navigation there. Okay. If Mr. Arno wasn't sleeping in the wall, we'd have him jump in the water and check. <laughs> oh, I pull out my compass. Is my compass telling me anything? 
Uh, head in the same direction you've been heading in. Mm. It is not pointing north, ah, that is for sure. I have an idea. Miss Polly, can I borrow that coin? Okay. Fix it up. I want, I want, to, use, I want to use the coin of absolutes to try and find, to uh, roll whatever check is relevant to find one of these tree people. Do we know that it's the coin? I mean, like, you know that it's the coin, but... I, I'm asking permission to use your thing mechanically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Um, pa Polly has no idea what's going on. So, with the coin. I'm flipping a coin As to decide what direction to sail in. Alright. In the universe, Jake's trying to decide what direction to sail in to search for shelter. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. You're using the coin? Yep. Uh, okay. You hold this compass and the coin, and you flip it, and the coin lands on top of the compass, compass side up, and you see the edges of the compass begin to spin, ever so slightly directing you just slightly westward from the west direction you're going. All right. And so without knowing whether I got a heads or a tails there, I'm going to go ahead and roll my 2d100s now. Okay. Uh, 40 and 31. Forty and thirty-one. And while you have the tables open, um, I cast create and destroy water, and I think Amara casts two spells too. You are correct. Oh gosh. Nope. Okay. Uh, sorry. What were the numbers? Thirty-one and what? And forty. Thirty-one and forty. Okay. Forty sounds um... vaguely familiar to me. It's almost like I've been doing this for two years. also not good. I need four mm -hmm. bad results. <laughs> it's not even that they're bad. This, like, they're not good. <laughs> they're not good or bad. Um, hold on. Okay, that's probably the best one of... Okay. Pick Pick either one. I guess these are both about pretty neutral of these two. Let's go with 31. Okay. Uh, what is Jake's alignment? 
chaotic good. Okay. If you encounter anyone who is not chaotic or not good on any of that, like, <laughs> you cannot understand or hear them. Right, is there anybody on the crew who I cannot understand? <clears throat> so you need to be, if you're neutral and not good or not, if you're any combination of good and evil, it doesn't include chaotic or neutral. Yeah. Oh, wait. I guess, how does neutral, does the entire neutral line work or is it just, no. That's, no, I'm... no. So like neutral evil, you wouldn't be able to hear them. Neutral, you okay. wouldn't be able to hear. Neutral good, you would be able to hear because okay. of the good. So chaotic evil, you no, you could hear chaotic evil. Yeah. So it's just, I think yeah. it's just neutral and then. Well, no, they should be able to hear them if they're chaotic evil because they're chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Chaotic evil, okay. you'd be able to hear. That's what I said. I backtracked. Right. Okay. I, so I it's think the we chaotic have... column and the good column. I think mm -hmm. we established that okay. everyone is everyone is chaotic. Mm -hmm. Is that include Roloy? <clears throat> yes. Okay. All right, Jake is unaware of anything weird is happening. Yeah, for now. Unless, nothing, unless nothing Alexa weird. is not chaotic or good. Ooh, good question. Ooh. <laughs> you can still understand Alexa. Awesome. All right, so I. Triancer apparently chaotic good. Awesome. That worked out great. And so yeah. I just gently shift the shift west backwards <laughs> west backwards um yeah it takes mm, not even half an hour and over the horizon uh you see like giant like when you guys were on the island first like you saw that giant billowing canopy of trees similar not quite as large like it as far as like wideness goes But you begin to see that, like, as you are approaching within about a half an hour. You are probably, like, it's just, like, a tiny little blip. So it's not close, close, but you guys do see that you are approaching something that is tree-like in nature. Right. Uh, in the time it takes us to get there, does Miss Polly catch some fish we can offer it? Miss Polly can roll me. What is this fish catching? Probably survival. Yeah, we're dragging nets on the, the ship. I'm yeah. going to give Miss Polly a bardic inspiration, by the way. Um, there's actually specific fish catching rules. Hold on, because there's, <laughs> no, there, there's there's specific fish catching rules as far as like um, what kind of fish you catch. Uh, oh, hold okay. on. Oh gosh. Uh, with regards to Alana, I did have Amar as neutral good. All right. Okay. Here's, good. Right. I can still understand you. one of the you. reasons why Amar didn't participate in the looting. Okay. Okay, it's not on this for some reason. Give me a second. In terms of who can understand what right now, Evan is neutral good. You catch a shark. Catch a shark. It'd be a very big fish to eat. Um, <clears throat> it's a very, very big, big creature. Thing. Very large creature. Hold on. It's not in the quick reference guide. Let me. Let me look. Let me look. Mm. Oh wait, nope, that's fire, not fish. Wrong F word. Mm -hmm. 
F is for friends who do stuff together. Oh, here we go. U is for you and me. <laughs> okay, it is a survival check. Um, and then a D10, depending on how well you do. A right, survival you do check? A... Yep, yeah. you do have a bardic inspiration you can use now. Uh, it was a DC 15 survival check, specifically. Uh, at our current level, it is... Why does the reminder check for bardic inspiration not say... Oh, dear, it's D6. It's a D6. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I rolled a 5, but I have plus 6 to survival, um, and then I rolled 5 with the bardic inspiration, so it's 16. Perfect, then wow. roll me a D10. Uh, that is a nine. Oh. Okay. You feel the net catches heavily. Like, aggressively. Like, you're having some trouble pulling this net up. Okay. <laughs> like, it's trying to go away from the ship. It doesn't. Okay, whatever but... you caught in there is not happy about being in this net. Someone okay. help Miss Polly pull the fish up. Please, someone. I have zero strength. Ugh, someone with a relevant strength score. <laughs> I think your strength character might be in the walls. I think he yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look towards the direction of the net. Is there anything I'm gonna be able to see from here? Um. Give me a strength check to see if you can get the net above water. Oh. I actually have a plus two to strength, and I'm half proficient in athletics. I'm going to help. I'm, it's better Perfect. to provide the health action or to do the roll. Uh, I think helping is probably going to make. Okay, so that'll give that'll give you advantage then. Okay, so what am I rolling for? I... Uh, yeah, just roll me. Just uh, I yeah, athletics, athletics. Athletics, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, at advantage, so that was a 7, and that is a 20. So a nat 20 plus 3, so 23. Okay, yep. Uh, it is a big ol' eel. Big giant eel. Angry, angry, shocky eel. Is it? Is it actually electrify Like, can I see? Is it... I'm looking at it, so like, can I see yeah. anything? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... And then roll me those two D one hundred. Oh yeah, jeez. Okay. Uh, Very lively, shocky eel. We got sixty-five. Sixty-five and fifty-six. <laughs> Sounds like this. I miss Tasha's hideous laughter. How, how, how does an eel laugh? <laughs> I don't know. I can find out by casting the there's mischief. <laughs> oh, well, that one would be very interesting. But that one also would be bad. As interesting as that one would be. So we're going to go with the other one. Um, Seeing this big shocky eel mm -hmm. you begin to feel tears streaming from your eyes and you aren't really familiar with this spell I think yet 
but at the start of your next turn, you cast the blight spell. Ah, I, I also need all one. of you to. Yeah, this is a fun one. I've not done this before. I also need all of you to roll initiative, please. And once we do initiative, I think we'll go ahead and take our break shortly after uh, we enter combat proper. All right, I have a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, 15. 16. Polly was 16? Yeah. Okay, Saras, what'd you get? Six. Six. Uh, Amar? 15. Okay. And for your friend who is going to do his best, but is not making any promises as far as being actually helpful here. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. That's right. I'll have Mr. Roy take the helm while I fight the eel. <laughs> uh, question. Are you guys having the Treant help with battle? Uh, with the Eel, probably not. I want the. I think Jake would instruct the ship and Mr. Lloyd to keep the ship sailing forward while we subdue the eel. You got it. I don't really want to fight it anyway. It kind of freaks me out. I don't like electric eels. Uh, perfect. And then we will go ahead. We will return with combat proper. Um, take a ten-minute break. I think that sounds good, to everyone, and be back. Uh, what is that, 26? Yeah. Yep. So, your time, 26. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, we're back. Um, we left off just before the break, everyone rolling initiative, because we have, uh, currently encountered a giant lightning eel, uh, in their fishing net. Uh, so the crew is dealing with that. I think we left where Roloy and the Triant are handling navigating the ship right now while you guys are dealing with the giant lightning eel situation that Polly has just pulled up. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Jake got highest on initiative. Jake did get highest on initiative. Right, is the eel like on the deck now? Um, Polly, how far did you pull the eel up? Um, with a 23, I don't know. Um, 23, I feel like you hurled it on the deck like you're incredible. Yeah, I, I... Well, I'm just more... Think... I'm more saying, like, with the 23, you get to choose, a, did you pull the eel onto the deck, or is it still off the ship? Um... Is... Relative to the deck, how large is it? This is... <laughs> pretty big. Um, hold on. Like, would it even fit on the deck? Mm. Uh, one second. Let me remind myself of something. Because uh, you guys have a 20-foot wide ship. Um, yes, it would fit on the ship. It's about 10 feet by 10... It's like 10 feet long and 10 feet wide. It's a, it's a chonky eel. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. 
<laughs> it's a blobus eel. <laughs> okay, this uh, yes, I pulled this. I pulled this cube of an eel onto the deck. That's a gelatinous cube. <laughs> All right, Jake's like I also have a ten foot long eel, and he casts divine favor on his, on his sword, so he gets, deals an extra D four radiant damage when he hits stuff. I hope your actual sword did not. Uh -huh. Yes, his real sword. Oh, <laughs> uh... So, do I proc wild magic first of all? No. All right. You guys are so getting close on these wild magic, like uh, from spell rolls, but not quite. All right, so I'm going to go up and where's my action button? And I'm going to do a rapier attack. To try and hit the eel. Okay. That is a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> nice. Alright, so let me do the damage first. Oh, I didn't do the right way to roll the crit damage. Hold on a second. So it's 11 for the first roll. And then it's just another D8, I believe, is the way crit damage works roll, right? Mm -hmm. I'll have to roll it. 11 19. plus... Okay. Okay, so 19. And then I get... I, I assume I get two D4s for Divine Favor because I crit? Yep. Uh, so, no, <clears throat> divine Favor, um, uh, if it adds anything, it's the same rules. So if it's a, okay. usually a D4, then it's four plus whatever you roll. Okay. Oh, we're doing Agents of Damned rules. Oh, yes. Cool, because I rolled a four. So that's eight more damage. And then I'm going to use my, not my defensive flourish, use a bardic inspiration die to add 2d6 to that damage because that should also work that way. Oh, six plus a d6, five. So it's 11 more damage and I gain five AC. So my AC is 20 until my next turn. And then I'm going yeah, to burn just... a smite. <laughs> Cause that doesn't use an action. No, uh, you can just wait. do that. Sorry, guys, you might not get a turn. I don't think you'll need to worry about this this blight at the start of your next action thing. <laughs> Is there a button for my smite, or do I just roll the damage? You're your divine smite. Uh, I'm just going to use a uh, first level spell slot to roll a d8, because that's all my paladin stuff here. There's the button to roll it. There we go. Three <laughs> on the two d8, so... Is that going to be 16 plus 3 for 19? Um, wait, I'm sorry. So it's a yeah, 2d8 so, for the yeah, 2d8 is what it does at base, but it's a crit. So, so 16 at base? No, you don't even you don't even okay. need to roll technically on that for 16. Um, yeah, you, you just, like, abolish this, like, eel. Like, it lands on the deck. <laughs> and then whatever you do, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then... So it's dead, which is good. And then I roll, I'm going to roll for my natural 20 now on the D100s. Yes, please. Uh, 53 and 2. 53 and 2. And that was a nat 20, so let's see what 20 is. is good. I know a 2 is on the bar table. Because that was how I got God to join me in a bard off.
Okay. Let's check the paddling table just for fun. one day I'm just going to physically print this table. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Do you want the bard option or do you want the paladin option on a two? I'm gonna take the paladin option. The bard option, I have like a one in 12 chance of getting what I want. I have to roll a d20. If the d20 lands on an odd number, I get to pick a random bad effect from this table. If it lands on a good one, I get to pick a good event from your paladin table. I like it. Even, let's see. All right. That one's funny, but not useful. Um, that one's potentially really good. That one's bad. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. What is his paladin oath, by the way? Like, just out of curiosity uh, while I'm reading through this, because a lot I, of these have to deal with her the oath. I have one level until I take the oath. Okay. I, I believe you know who my oath is too, but I have not gotten the oath feature yet. Okay. So I want to avoid those, because there's a few really good ones related to the oath specifically, but... I've never actually really fully read this paladin table. Um, some of these are really intense. Um, wow, okay. Uh, we'll just do this one because it seems like the most hopeful potentially. Um, oh. Um, yeah, no, because that one won't be helpful because of the distance. <clears throat> Your favorite weapon gains an additional plus one to attack and damage for the next eight hours and is wreathed in gentle purple flames. My rapier is just on fire. Yep. Ooh, pretty. This sword is on fire. Yeah, so just add two damage to that hit that I didn't heal. Because technically that was when the crit went off. It's still dead. Now it's extra dead. 
N now it's extra dead and slightly uh, charred. Cooked. Yeah. And never just watches as Jake one shot to this eel because now he has paladin magic bullshit. Polly is just looking at Jake and just goes wide eyed. And then you see like a scowl start to form on Polly's face as she realizes that you partially cooked the eel that she <laughs> that she was that she was trying to she was trying to catch for uh, for food for later. Well, no, we're gonna feed it to the tree people. It's a anyway. ten. Foot, it's a ten foot by ten foot eel. I'm pretty sure yeah. there'll be some to spare. We're feeding it to an island. Oh. Anyway, if anyone see me doing that, because I won't be doing it again. As it happens, Amara starts to back off and goes back to navigating. <laughs> uh, all the while, still keeping his hand on the ground for Longstrider. I actually think Longstrider, you just need to touch them to cast. I don't think you need to maintain the touch. It's concentration, but... Oh, I didn't think it was. Or no, it's not concentration. It's fog, is concentration. Yeah, so I think you just touch them to cast the spell and you can walk away. Okay. So yeah, all, all the while he's pointing up at he's pointing up at the the center of the circle. Yeah, okay, good. Good thing you got this. Good thing you got this. Interesting. Okay. So how so how how obliterated is the zeal? I stabbed at the rapier. The the wound would be like the size of a dime. Okay. I just stabbed it real good. So you just so yeah. you just cinched it around like the the hole where the the rapier was. Okay. The the eel is appropriately filleted for an eel. Okay. You didn't think Jake knew how to fillet meat, but surprisingly, on the seal, uh, great job. I, I took a elective on cooking at the Bard College. <laughs> the electric sack or whatever is totally taken out, so it doesn't affect the meat. Like, you know how on, uh, on uh, poisonous like sea urchins and stuff, yeah. you have to very carefully remove it somewhere. <laughs> so Polly is uh, Polly's gonna look gonna look at Jake and lift lift and lift the brow. You took classes on cooking. I took and a yet class, you, and yet you don't know how to make toast. I didn't say I don't know how to make toast. Can we cannot establish I don't know how to make toast. I think she's just being coy, but okay. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember if that's a thing we did two four weeks ago. No, I don't think so. I think we were. Just, I think I'm just uh, being coy. I have never personally seen Jake make toast, but I wholeheartedly believe he could. I, like, I don't believe toast. he could. Roll for toast, please. Roll to see whether or not you know how to make toast. <laughs> All right. What what check should that be? <laughs> it's just a straight D twenty. <laughs> that is a thirteen. You know how to make toast. Okay. I know how to make toast and tea and eggs and like three other dishes. We basically covered breakfast in that cooking elective. Okay. Uh, so I'll go ahead and um, I'll haul off the uh, I'll haul off the eel uh, and I guess prep it so that we can feed it accordingly. Perfect. Um, you do. Roloy is kind of like squinting as you guys are slowly but surely getting closer to this tree in the water. And they're like, um, so 
some of these creatures I've been told can be um, bigger than others, and some of them can be um, a little bit more snappy than others. Um, that one's a really, really, really big tree, and the more trees there are and the bigger it is, the older they usually are, and I think that one's a really old one, which is good for your ship, but it's gonna be a hungry turtle tree uh, do thing. You, do you think ten feet of eels gonna be enough for it? I don't know. Um... I just, I just know them as like these big, big snapping turtle tree things. I don't remember what they're really called, um, but they can be a little bit, um, just don't make it mad. See, I am excellent at talking to trees. And I turn and wink at Alexa. Roll persuasion. Doubt. <laughs> oh, with my plus 10, it can't be that bad. 29. Press, press X for doubt. I got a 19 with a plus 10, so 29. Let's see. Alexa, straight-faced, as always so far. Your conversation skills have been excellent, although your physical action skills are to be determined still. You're making up for it. I want to say above game, Jake restrains himself from making any comments by taking physical actions with the tree. <laughs> Probably a smart choice. <laughs> Very smart choice. All right, so we we ease on up there. We get within like reasonable uh, speaking range, but not to invade the tree island's personal space. Mm. And Would you like some thaumaturgy? Yes, if you could thaumaturgy up, I don't mind to say hello to the tree from a safe distance. Wapoom, you've been thaumaturgied. Uh, hello, I'm I'm Jake Swallow, the captain of this ship. Uh, I I was I'm asking permission to come into your area. Is that okay? <clears throat> you see, this creature moves, and how many of you speak draconic? I do. Uh, that one, I took Celestial in common. Darn. I think Polly might be the only one. Because I'd written down your guys' languages, and I think only one of you had it. Unless uh, Arnil has it, but he's not here anyway. Um, okay. So you kind of hear this really, like, gurgly, like, watery, draconic voice responds back. And Jake, you don't hear anything at all. Physically, nothing. You just see this thing move. Polly, you do hear this. Um, like, but Jake doesn't hear, like, sound at all. Um, but you do get an affirmative you may enter. So what are you gonna do, Jake? Uh, I'm waiting for an answer. He's. Oh, you couldn't hear that. Hear what? It was loud. <laughs> oh, just just like a sound to me. Uh, you said I heard no sound. Is you I heard not no hear sound, but for Polly, it was loud. <laughs> like the sea sort of felt like the boat like shook a little bit when it responded. Like he said, vibration. 
He said you could. He said very clearly that you could, we can we could go ahead and come on in. Okay, I'm guessing this is like a language barrier thing. I usually have very good hearing. Um, something uh, so, like that. So you just act as the translator. So I'm sailing closer. And like, uh, our ship is not designed for the uh, intense sunlight of your world. We were hoping you could provide shade for our ship to protect it, and in exchange, we can offer you fish. Hmm. Strange that you would have a ship not suited for the sunlight if you were sailing on the sea. We are from a far-off land. How far can the land be when the world is the same? Uh, let me rephrase. We are from a far-off world. I, I'm gonna say, though, like, unless Polly's acting as a translator this entire right. time, Jake has no idea what's happening. Like, there's yeah, no, no sound. I, I think we're short-handing this, because yeah. otherwise it's like, okay, Ursa has to repeat what I say. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We're just, we're short-handing well, it. I, well, the, 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 the turtle seems to understand you just fine. It's more Yeah, like, turtle yeah, understands you yeah, so, fine. Yeah, yeah unless, I, I believe we're short-handing it. Unless I'm gonna say something intentionally in a convoluted way, then yeah, we're just gonna go with you. Yeah. You, you got it. One to one. So. Just wanted to throw that out there in case yeah. uh, Polly wanted to be in any way like weird about anything the turtle is relaying. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we're playing telephone. Yeah. Yep. How? But yeah. So the turtle said, "How far can?" Um, I didn't hear what Jacob right. said in response to that. Uh, Jake, Jake said, "I'll allow me your phrase. We're from a far off world." A different world. Yes, I come from the land of Waterdeep on the world of Faerun. Interesting. How does that work? Uh, Alexa, how does that work? <laughs> magic. Uh, magic. <laughs> yeah, Alexis says magic, then Jake says magic, and then Polly just re re reiterated, even though the dragon understands, says magic. <laughs> magic makes sense. A lot of things are done with magic. Hmm. You are interesting. And, like, the, as this creature says, like, you are interesting, like, next to the ship, this big giant dragon turtle head appears just like looking at all of you and like overseeing all of you just staring at you very intently Roloi kind of screams and goes and hides behind whomever is closest uh, pleasure to meet you I am Captain Jake Swallow to whom am I speaking you see that it opens its mouth and responds Jake you still don't hear anything like physically anything Polly it's even louder Everyone else just hears loud dragon turtle, like draconic loud. Um, what is his name gonna be? Oh, right, I can't hey. hear his alignment. <clears throat> hey, chat, do we have any names? I, we're a little low on view count tonight. I don't think we do. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Um, hey, husband. I think of six famous turtles. What? Give me a name. For a dragon turtle. Turkman. <laughs> Turkman? <laughs> Turkman. Don't let her turn into anything else. Turkman. His name is Turkman Turkmanson. <laughs> I like the it. illustrious long line of the Turkmansons. Turkman Turkmanson is the latest in that line. Just for the record, you could have named this thing Leonardo. 
The dragon turtle loudly opens its mouth on, on, like, near your deck and says, I am the oldest and latest in the line of the Turtman Turtmansons. <laughs> <sighs> you may call me Turt for short. No, it's like oh. a tribe called Quest. You gotta say the whole thing every time. Fuck you. Drew <laughs> <laughs> should be happy. He got like three quarters of what he asked for. <laughs> uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Turt, and I introduce the entire crew. Uh, we we uh, genuinely hope that you will show us hospitality and shield us from the sun. For our, our unfortunate ship, Alexa, here, she, uh, the sunlight's just being really rough on her leaves. <clears throat> it's still very interesting that you were all affected by this. I suppose if you were not from our world, then you are not used to the sunlight. Our trees have no problems with the sun. But yes, you may take shelter within my branches. Uh, thank you. Uh, Miss Polly, can you please present the eel? Uh, Polly's gonna walk down to the galley. She'll come back up with the eel. Um, what? This is gonna sound weird. By looking at uh, Turtman Turtenson, um, <laughs> am I able to glean anything at all about his taste preferences or their taste preferences? I know that sounds weird. But like, is there anything like super obvious? Is there anything that I'm gonna roll perception? And you tell me whether or not I can pick up I, on literally anything. I have a bardic inspiration while you're at it. <laughs> so that is that's a dirty twenty plus the bardic inspiration plus four, so twenty four. <laughs> can I glean anything about Turtman Turtenson's taste preferences? Steamed fish. Steamed fish. Yeah, steam sure. deal. Steam deal. Just, just like just straight steamed fish. Okay, so yep. uh, so Polly is going to uh, Polly is going to go ahead and bring out uh, bring out the, the the eel and probably a large bowl of rice or something like that and uh, and presents the uh, and present the eel and the, the bowl of rice to Turtman Turtles, the fourth <laughs> Esquire. Yes, seventh Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, 7th Esquire. Yeah. It sounds very Esquire. specific. Yeah, no. Chat, chat slash my husband was very specific. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, the dragon turtle graciously, loudly, largely eats the eel. One bite, nothing left. All the rice gone. Did you, did you take my bowl, too? <laughs> Did you pull the bowl away when it went to go? Nope, the I just put the bowl. I put the bowl down. The bowl's gone. Bowl's gone. Okay, well, a little extra fiber in their diet. Mm. Yep. <laughs> right, so the I texture now... was interesting of the rice. I like it. <laughs> Reminds me of bones. I mean, it's a certainly fibrous. I'm sure you'll have a have a great time later. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. 
And the, the dragon turtle like dives back under the water, but doesn't move. They'll like let you stay there. Um, yeah, you guys are hanging out under the dragon turtles. Yeah. So the plan, I believe, now is to stay in the shade until. Uh, do we get an impression how long it is till nightfall? There's two uh, suns. So Roloy will just straight up tell you that um, their days are usually this time of year when the suns are close to each other like this pretty average for like what you guys would be expecting from a different world um so you've got about 12-ish hours upwards of 12-ish hours of daylight at least intense daylight it, like the sun will be setting in about 12 hours but it won't be like fully dark in 12 hours all right so i think um so at this point you guys have like yep. eight hours left i think the plan would be to shift the crew into nighttime sleep schedules so that we are able to sail all night long or at least i guess only jake has to because everyone else can do whatever because i'm the only one who has to be at the helm can <laughs> i can i actually try and chat with the turtle if you'd like if you would like to call um him back up uh yes i would and i would like to ask him if there's any way that he could help uh we could sort of piggyback off him um a little bit of a, a little bit of a ways to our destination Interesting. Okay. So, um, Polly's going to ask, Polly's going to explain the situation. So, just so, I, this is all intracotic. Um, so just so you, you, you know, what's, what's going on here. Um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get to this island. Um, what was the name of the island again? Romeo. Uh, Romeo. You may know, you may know of it. It's, uh, about a five days trek from, where we started where we started um and we we're hoping to get there because we're hoping to get there because that's where the captain wants to go is there any way that maybe while we're sort of chilling here on your back that we could we could uh, get a little help moving towards uh towards that towards that goal and then you know we'll be out of your hair a little bit faster right <clears throat> um, you won't have to put up with us for too long roll me a persuasion check I have have my third bardic inspiration. Uh, so that is <laughs> probably not happening. That was six, nine, eleven. Okay. Um. Hmm. Unless I can get advantage because I also have speak with animals. Or because Jake could provide the help action. That's another thing I could do. If you provide the help action, yeah, you can have advantage. All right. So uh, it's 18 then. So 18 plus okay. 3. So 21 plus the 5. Or the 2. So There you go. 23 is much more respectable. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So the dragon turtle pops just the tip of their head kind of up out of the water thinks about it. If you provide more food, then I have no issues with you utilizing my tree while you travel. It seems as though your vessel goes about the same speed I can from when I saw you approaching. Ah, uh, is it? There's this big friggin' dragon 
swimming in the middle of the water. I'm guessing that nothing wants to get anywhere near it while it's swimming. Um, so fishing is probably out of the question. Well, there's a reason that most of the time people have to provide fish to it in order to yeah. uh, rest nearby. Are, are there are there any are there any can I tell whether or not there are edible plants growing on the turtle? I feel like the dragon would be used to the, um, that particular food. I My question is, if I feel like we probably have fishing rods in addition to nets, can we just mm -hmm. get to the far edge of the turtle's perimeter while the ship just kind of nestles in the uh, on the back of the turtle? And can we just fish from such a distance where we can acquire fish that are not swimming close enough to it to avoid it? And here's something else I'll throw out. You guys do have smaller vessels that can be like uh, like sent Light off boats. from yeah, like little rowboat kind of things. It can be sent off from your ship. <clears throat> so we, would, like, we can follow the turtle and fish. Mm -hmm. So we would like drag a rowboat and then that. Uh, We've established we're fine. It's the ship that's not fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so I'm going to I'm going to say to the dragon turtle. I'm going to say. Um, if what you want to eat is specifically fish, uh, that is going to take some. Uh, it's going to take some accommodation on our part to, you know, uh, to actually get those fish. <laughs> um, but um, if that's what you want, yeah, we will. I will talk to my captain and we'll see what we can do about that. If you're okay with not fish, like I have plenty of grains, fruits, vegetables. Um, Eggs. I usually have lots of eggs I have access to. Um, I can try to prep that for you instead if you think you prefer that. I usually prefer meat. But depending okay. on the non-meat item, I am not a picky eater. It just has to be sustainable. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna say, okay, I, I will go discuss that with my captain. I'm going to, instead of going straight to Jake, I'm going to go to the galley and I'm going to yell at Jake through the, <laughs> through the uh, speaking stone. Um, through the speaking stone. I'm going to explain the situation. Jake, um, the turtle says, the dragon turtle says that we can actually uh, sort of travel along in the direction that we were originally going um, on the it's back, but we have to be able to provide it with some food. Um, can you think of a way that maybe we could get some fish? Um, in the meantime, I'm going to be working in here, seeing if I can wrestle up enough eggs to make maybe an omelet or something that would be uh, sufficient <clears throat> for the dragon turtle's tastes. And then as a DM thought really quick, just um, when, when the dragon turtle pretty much said food, they were implying food for the journey, like at least like a day of food. Um, keep in mind how much food you have for yeah. your crew and how much that would probably have to do for a dragon turtle and whether that's feasible. So I have about a month's worth of food for us and the dragon turtle uh, What do we have in the way of figs and strawberries? <laughs> figs and strawberries? Those are things turtles eat. Also collard greens and mustard greens, but who wants that? I feel like a dragon turtle is more equivalent to like a 
a non-fruit eating creature. Yeah. It's, it's, no. He, well, I, well, here's the thing: primary diet of a turtle is protein, like grubs and stuff. But they also love fresh fruit and figs as treats. Well, that seems well, where the question so, comes in: Is it a dragon turtle or a turtle dragon? Okay, look, look. From what I understand, the dragon would rather eat Arnil than it would, um, <laughs> than, it would than it would figs and strawberries. So, um, I mean, I'm trying to ask him how it feels about strawberries. <laughs> I asked him how he felt about fruits and vegetables, and he said as long as it was filling, he didn't really care too much. So, ah, ah filling. So we should make him some pie. I'm just glaring at you. Uh, the dragon turtle makes a rather over? unhappy sound. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm having this argument with uh, with Jacob for the speaking stones, I'm also going to roll for eggs. Okay. So I'm doing that because I'm in my head thinking that I need to like try to summon up a whole bunch of eggs. So I rolled... Oh, I'm supposed to roll a d6. Uh, d6. I roll a d6, and that was a 6. So I roll again. And that's a one. So since I rolled a d6, I roll a d6 again, and then I double whatever I rolled. So I summon 12 eggs times two. So I'm summoning 24 eggs. So I'm making a 24 egg omelet for this uh, giant. I feel like that would be more than sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the size of the eggs that Polly summons. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. so I've nicknamed this dragon Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Gaston is getting a giant, uh, a giant. Uh, I'll I'll start by give by like obviously making like a much smaller omelet to see if like you know it it's to the its tastes. No one eats like Gaston. No one greets like Gaston. I'm not feeding raw eggs to this beast named Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> I how Gaston just ate them in the shell and all. He yep. did. That was Honestly, disgusting. you probably could feed the dragon turtle eggs, shell and all. Yeah, I could. So I will go ahead and I'll, I'll bring it and ask the turtle if uh, if that was to its liking. Okay, does the dragon turtle like eggs? Honestly, whatever you had earlier with that rice that was crunchy was better, but this is fine. Oh, we have tons of rice. We have tons of rice. <laughs> okay. You get the idea it's more of a texture thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, um, I'll see what I can do about uh, getting some getting some, uh, some meat along with this, but if you're okay with this, then uh, maybe we can catch some catch some stuff while we're moving along. This is acceptable. All right. And then uh, I'm going to tell Jake, uh, ask him what the hell he wants to do about trying to get some. Uh... All right. We will we'll split into teams. Mr. Roy and I will take one ship, and Mr. Saros and Mr. Amar will take another of the lifeboats, and we will each fish for fish behind the turtle while we sail. Also, did I proc wild magic with my egg spell? Or is it itself the egg no. spell? Okay. <clears throat> nope. And I think since there was conversation about Polly not being here next session, that's actually a very good way for the split to happen for Polly not to be here. So, sure. Yep. Polly's just cooking. Just cooking. Lots of cooking. Cooking, yeah. cooking nonstop for this dragon turtle on the crew. 
And I'm sure she will need a very long rest afterwards. Oh my. <laughs> Polly, how did my pie turn out? Um, how did your pie turn out? Uh, your pie was cooked as best as Polly can make a pie. Jake cuts up everybody a slice of pie. It's a wonderful day for pie. <laughs> I use prestidigitation to make my pie taste precisely exactly the way I want it. <laughs> can I make ice? I can make ice, can't I? Great destroy water? I believe so. No, it's just making water. I made ice the other t the other day. How did I make that? You were in the coldest space for starters. That's true. I want to make ice cream, but never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you want to go make ice cream? Well, in I was gonna the middle freeze. of a burning. Hold on, hold on. Are you <laughs> gonna make ice cream in a sweltering hot sea environment? We have hot. Called... We have hot apple pie. It felt appropriate to also make ice cream with the oat I... milk that I had just made. Oh, making ice cream out of non-dairy milk is actually much more challenging. You need like an ice cream machine. It'll be yeah, so well. like divided. Magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I can. I don't know. You're what saying I, I've made ice cream from scratch before, and it, it turns out kind of like chunky normally without an ice cream machine. Oh. Yeah. We're not going to describe da non-dairy ice cream descriptions without ice cream machines anymore. <laughs> uh, right, so do we all need to roll for fishing now? So, remind me who you said was splitting off uh, from the boat. Saros and Amar on one, and then me and Merloy on the other. I divided it up because I, if I'm the only strength-based character, we need two people who can actually do it okay together on a check to be able to haul the fish up. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think... Um, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, it'll be a survival check, pretty much. But, I mean, this is something that you guys are going to want to pretty much do, like, over the next couple days as you're uh, traveling along with the dragon turtle. Uh, it's not something you have to necessarily rectify immediately, immediately. So if you do want to set out now, you are welcome to, but it's not something you have to do right this second. Yeah, I like, you are welcome to wait until it gets to be nighttime if you want to wait. Uh, the way I see it, it makes sense to just follow the turtle and do it because we're awake and then sleep at night like we like we normally would. Like, that's just what we're doing instead of sailing the ship since the ship is basically autopiloting right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it'll just, just be for you guys... bottom will supply a fish. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for anyone that is splitting off, it'll be a survival check. Um, but yeah, so just because I know we're having this conversation... Uh, third hand uh i apparently can't tell time and didn't realize it was already 10 o'clock uh so did you guys want to all keep going a little bit longer and possibly go to 11 or do you guys want to wrap it up soon because we can always start next session off with you guys split off um since polly's staying back at the boat and then we can have uh instead of roloi out if you want arnell 
or if you want Arnold back, it's about however we want to work that out. I'll leave that up to you guys and what you feel like doing for the night. If you guys want to keep going, we can go until a little bit closer to 11, but... Oh. I'm, I'm fine. I only plan after this is to go to bed, and I don't go to bed this early on Saturday. Okay. Everyone's good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure that was super clear so we weren't like going too too long since it was past 10 so i just wanted to double check in with everyone really quick so we'll go a little bit longer right. and wrap it up in like half an hour i think um but yeah right. okay i rolled um, 19 on survival for jake the fish roloy didn't totally mess you up <laughs> roloy is <laughs> awkwardly helping pull nets um yeah i assumed roloy was only here to provide the help action for me honestly yeah help help is a word <laughs> Uh, roll that, um, was it a d12 or a d6? d12, I think. I think it was a d10. Or d10, whatever I said that was. Uh, it was... Hold on. Let me find it again. Eh. No. A d10, yeah. I rolled a four. You get, you get a few tiny little fish. Like, enough for, like, a humanoid. A single humanoid person. Ah. Mr. Roloy, did you put did you get the right net? No, I think I grabbed the little one. <laughs> we sail back to the ship, get a drop off those fish and get a better net. <laughs> <laughs> Sara Cinemar, how is uh your survival fishing going? Uh dirty twenty. Perfect. Uh roll of that D ten. Three. Uh, I got a 19 and I have a plus 9 to it, so I got a dirty 28. <laughs> we roll that d the d10. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs> you can, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Nine. Oh no. <laughs> yeah another uh large eel um hold on because i don't know if the large eel can fit on your little tiny boats i don't think it can i think that they just have it in the net on the side and they're stabbing into a net and the bright side <laughs> was inside of a net it is restrained so you have advantage yeah um, I think you two enter initiative, but we can keep the same initiative from earlier just so we don't have to make you guys re-roll. I think um, you turned last time, that seems fair. Yeah. So, let's see. Um, where did I write? Do, 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 do. I think Amar was going to be next, but I don't want to totally be remembering that wrong. Cause... Oh no, Sara's got a four. Sorry, I was, was last. 16. Yeah. Nope, so Amara would have been next. Uh, so, yeah, you guys pull up another electric eel. Rather large one. Same same size as before, but it's still rather large. Uh, no longer can fit on your little tiny rowboat. <clears throat> um, Amar, what are you doing about the 
eel on the side of your rowboat? Are you guys trying to row it back to the main ship to get some assistance, or are you guys going to deal with it yourself and just drag it back? I'm trying to row it back for assistance. Sorry, I dropped my headphone out of my ear, so if you said something, I couldn't hear you. I'm going to try to row it back for assistance. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need an athletics check from both of you if you are choosing to row it back while it's alive. Uh, you can also do acrobatics, I think, if you'd like, since you were instigating this. Uh, 17. Okay. Yeah, no issues. Um, how far out did you guys row from the main ship? Do you I would think? assume still in sight. Yeah, still in sight, but like, um. So I think I think it takes you guys a little bit longer while you guys are still pulling this thing. Like, it's not like giving you any trouble. Like, you don't feel like the boat's gonna tip, but it takes a little bit longer to get there. Um, Jake and Roloy are able to see that you guys did catch something. So once we get back around to them, you guys can do something about that. Polly, you're busy cooking, so I don't think um, you would necessarily see what's going on unless um, you were peeking well, out. Well, I was having, I was gonna have, uh, ask whether or not the rowboats also had speaking stones in them. Did you guys take speaking stones with you? I will leave that up to you guys. I think you honestly would have. I don't think Saris would know that those exist. So, wait, isn't Saris from the island of Technodruids? No, Saros no, is an eternal there. hitchhiker. He's been bopping around from planet to planet looking for his star. Like, it, it, not necessarily that they don't exist in the world, but more that, that he didn't know that they were available to take. Ah. Would Mr. Amar have taken a speaking stone? Uh, I'm going to say probably, yeah. Uh... I feel like Jake definitely would have. Yes, Jake did. Jake loves being able to shout back at everybody. Okay, well, <laughs> if if someone shouted back to uh, to Polly, Polly would have gotten excited about the prospects of another eel. So she would have <laughs> she, she would have put a pause on what she was working on and ran out to go assist. Okay. Uh, if there's anything you can do from a distance, Polly, you are also welcome to help. I will probably say they're about... Uh, honestly, probably like 65 feet away from the main ship right now. Just So just outside that 60 foot range, so 65. Uh, and then, um... I believe after that it would have been Saros. Um, so Saros will be on deck if Polly, uh, once Polly is done. Mm. Would Polly launch a guiding bolt? I don't know that she would. They already have advantage on the eel if they want to hit it because it's strained. Yeah, I just would like it. Guiding bolt is literally the. Actually, wait, hold on. That might not be you true. Have, you have enough range on Sacred Flame? 
Uh, I do not. It's only 60. Yeah, literally Guiding Bolt would be the only thing I could do anyway. Um, hmm. I think... Is the is the eel like give like fighting them a lot? Oh, it's fighting back. It's still very much alive, um, but they are not having an issue dragging it back to the ship right now. Okay, if it doesn't look like they're having an issue, then I think Polly is just going to um, is going to stand by. Oh, you know what you can do? You can what? use a held action and cast Sacred Flame when their ship gets within range of you. Um, I do, I, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna hold action. Um, I think what I'm gonna do, though, is um Yeah, I'll go ahead, I'll, I'll hold action, and I will, uh, Sacred Flame. So, when it gets within six, when it gets within 60 feet, um, okay. I will go ahead and launch that. Perfect. Mm. Alright, Saros, you're up next. Okay. Saros is gonna look at it over the side of the ship and just go, Bad fish! And hit it a couple times with his <laughs> post <-up. laughs> <laughs> Not a fish. It's back smack. <laughs> First one is a dirty 20. <laughs> you're a monk, aren't you? So you're just like casually slapping this fish with monk strike? <laughs> yep. <laughs> in the stick. And that was with advantage, right? Because the monk, the uh, eel is restrained. Mm-hmm. So I assume a 20 hits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for 8 damage on the first hit my dice like being twins tonight um, but that is going to be a 17 to hit hits uh, you're a to be an AC of 13. Awesome. For uh, 9 damage. Okay. Bonus action bitch slap. <laughs> Everyone's favorite bonus action. <laughs> and that's a crit. Oh, nice. okay. <laughs> okay, so I don't think you were here when we went over crit rules the first time. Mm -hmm. So we use crit rules um, that we use on a AOD, so it's easy to do it that way. That way you can't get a bad crit. <laughs> cool. So that is... So that's 10 more damage. Okay. And then roll me the 2d100. Still alive? Well. Still alive. Yeah. Will, in just one second, before I do that, uh, can I just uh, have it do a con save for a uh, stunning strike? Sure. 
considering the way my dice are rolling, it might fail. Um, can't imagine a seven passes. Nope. I think it's a lot easier to drag on the ship now. Probably it's paralyzed, right? Yeah. Until yep. the until my next turn. So also paralyzed creatures uh, auto crit on hits. But how does auto crit work with the wild magic table? It doesn't. I'm not doing wild magic on auto crit, <laughs> <laughs> but the damage. Awesome. Um, and that's and then, yeah. basically all I got for that. For the wild or yeah, the crit table, I got an eleven and a seventy-eight. Okay. Um. I mean, neither of those is great, but this one's at least not harmful to you. Uh, for the next hour, crawling costs you no extra movement and allows you to ignore difficult terrain. It's so <laughs> random. So random. <laughs> okay. The other one was actively bad, so... <laughs> cool. Uh, after Saros, it is the eel's turn. It is paralyzed, so it does nothing. It, it doesn't get a flop. You feel you feel angry electricity coming off of it. Uh, next is Reloy. <laughs> Reloy is being Reloy in the other boat. Uh, after Reloy, it's Jake. All right, how close are we to them? You guys are probably closer. Um, I'd say you guys are probably within like thirty feet of each other. All right, so. I guess use the ship's movement to get side by side. Oh, do you need me to stab another one of these things? I think I can do it, but uh, thank you. I just want to make sure that we are able to get it up on the uh, on the deck. All right, so you're saying you don't want me to finish it off with my instant crit then? Eh, I mean, uh, I can instant crit too, and... Uh... <laughs> It's kind of karma, if you think it. Instant karma. Eh, instant karma is strong. Eh. <clears throat> Alright, if if Jake and Loy are not needed, let me see if I can do anything else relevant that's not just killing the eel. You could grab the other side of the net and help us drag uh, it. Oh, that's true. Yep, yeah, we're going to uh, help drag the eel. I have a, I have a question. Do sure. Reloy somehow makes this more challenging. Would an eel drown if it were paralyzed in the water? Uh, no, because it can still breathe. Like it, it breathes breathe. the water the way we breathe in air. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that that would then get into the rules of do people start to suffocate <laughs> while they're on the ground if they're paralyzed in D and D, and I don't feel like we want to get into that territory. So. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Hard mode. I Let's think I it. just gave it a cramp, and it just can't get around the cramp and yeah. to attack us. Yep. Oh, you know Good what? Enough. I'm going to viciously mock the thing, because that can't crit. Does it automatically fail saves, or does it need to make a save? Yeah, I don't feel like looking that up, it's just going to fail. Alright, so it's going to go ahead and take 2d4 of psychic damage as I tell it that I have a bigger eel in my pants, and it takes 7 damage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, okay. How much do you- wait, I'm sorry, you said what? Take seven. Four. Seven? Yep. I rolled a four Still and three on the D-Force. You just- you just hear- you hear from the ship, Thaumaturgy. Jake, focus on the task at hand! Because <laughs> Polly definitely could have heard that, but she knows. 
feet. Oh wait, Polly, did you ever do your sacred flame thing? Uh, I did. I did not. Did they get within sixty feet? Yeah, I feel like at this point they probably are. Okay, if they got within sixty feet, then yes, I did. So uh, it okay. also auto fails to so just roll your damage. I just roll my damage, so it's just one d eight. Should uh, be two d eight at our level now. Because uh, you're level oh, five is. or yep. higher. Yep, 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 yep. It's not it's if two. your class is, it's if you are. V8, it's dead. Wait, yeah, wait, you 11. said it's like 2d8? If it's 2d8, then because of the auto crit, it's dead. Well, no, because it's a saving spell. So it, it let's. But it's right, paralyzed it, still. But it wouldn't be. Uh, a save or suck spell doesn't do crit damage. Oh, okay. So so he can technically. Uh, Ursa can technically roll low enough for it to live. Yeah. Got it. So you have to. So you have to. You fail a dex throw, right? Yes. Yeah, it fails a dex. Okay, so it's 11 radiant. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> it's dead, Jim. It's dead, Jim. Cool. Yeah, you guys get another giant eel. Yay. At least one more day of food for the um, the giant turtle. Awesome. We have these little fish for everybody else. Yeah. Mmm, sushi. Sushi, cool. that means I can eat it raw. Cool. And she just picks up one of the little fish and swallows it whole. Oh. Yikes. Someone else just looks very uncomfortable. I. Okay. Um. I don't think you're supposed to eat them like that. I. That's not what sushi is. Can I detect? <laughs> can I cast detect poison and disease on one of the fi- on a fish that looks like the one that Jake just swallowed? Yeah, sure. I would like to roll sleight of hand for everyone to think I ate the fish and actually have it still in my palm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I'm going to cast cast that. I want to know whether or not it is poisonous. All right, I rolled 15. You're successful on the sleight of hand. The fish is not poisonous it does appear magical huh <laughs> that was All right. that was that was unexpected okay i cast detect magic to find out what kind of magical the fish is yeah sure uh what class of magic is this Oh. And then Polly and I both need to see if we crack wild magic off casting our respective spells. Yes, you guys do. Polly does. Polly rolls a 32. Okay, let's see. Hold on one second while I find both of these items. Also, uh, also, Jake, did you do the thing that you're supposed to do when you fish? 
which is to catch the fish and leave it partially, leave it submerged in water so that it's still alive? Or did you like, or is the fish dead in the boat? We dragged it along behind us like you did. Okay. Uh, you were casting Detect Magic on it? Yes. So that tells you the type of class of magic? Yes. Transmutation. Uh, and I'm sorry, you said 32? Yeah. Um, for the next eight hours, all words appear as silent, simple pictograms emerging from your mouth. Verbal spell components are unaffected. So you do not ask that question, but it does appear as a pictogram coming from your mouth. So these fish look like they might be polymorph something else. I have a question now, because mm -hmm. the reason I asked about whether or not the fish were alive is I was going to try to talk to one. But if I'm speaking in pictographs, <laughs> is, is it going to understand? You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try to speak to one of the fish with this weird pictograph thing going on. So, sure, first of all... What are you trying to say? First of all, do I trigger wild magic? And second of all, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to ask the fish its name. So, what, what is your name? Okay, Qbert. <laughs> Uh, wait, so are you casting another spell? Is that why you're asking about, um... Yes, I'm casting, I'm casting Speak with Animals. Okay. No. Um, can this understand pictograms? Hmm, hold on. Okay, um... Polly summoning pictograms. Ooh, there we go. Okay, so that should be able to, but can the fish? Uh. These are such complicated, like little tidbits that you're letting leak here. <laughs> Um, that's not how fish is spelled. It's not foosh. Foosh. <laughs> ah, we caught a foosh. <laughs> foosh. Mm. Ah, there's a foosh. It's an ugly foosh. Um... Fooshes cannot. Well, I'm I just, look at the, I I'm look just, at the fish I'm... and I try talking to it in common. Like, are you actually a fish? It flops around a lot. I, 
I attempt to lay on hands to remove a condition that might have transmogrified this fish into a fish. Does the flopping does the flopping communicate anything? Because I could understand it. Yes, uh, I have true. I have it on, so yeah. I'll be able to understand. So does the flopping indicate anything? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just. Um. So. The flopping to you indicates that you. Uh, <laughs> how how would I explain this? So. I feel like at this point it's just screaming. Again, Indraconic. Yeah. Okay. So Indraconic. Again, you hear angrily, angrily, angrily from this flopping. I am the oldest ancient siege serpent of the entire ocean. I am here to destroy everyone and everything, and those horrible cave people have turned me into a tiny fish. Remove me from this fish hood so I can go destroy them all. We caught a chihuahua. Holy <laughs> shit. <clears throat> um. Oh, okay. Um. I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to Jake, and I'm gonna hold up both my hands because I, at this point, I realize that there's pictograms just coming out of my mouth. So I'm gonna hold up both my hands, kind of shaking them, like no, 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 no. Um, and then hold up a finger, like wait a minute. Um, can, can I roll like Arcana or something to see if I would know how to reverse? Dispel magic or remove curse would be my guesses. Right, but I'm asking um, if Polly knows yep. that. You can roll me Arcana. Okay. 16. Okay. As a druid, you are familiar with other druids being able to cast Polymorph. You are also aware there are multiple kinds of polymorph. It is unclear whether this is affected by a regular polymorph or a true polymorph. You therefore are not 100% sure about the way to removing this. Aside from the normal rules of polymorphing. Are there any, are there, are there normal rules of polymorphing that don't involve dropping the HP to zero? Uh, making the other person who's casting polymorph lose concentration. Alright, all we have to do is hit the fish non-lethally, it'll turn back into a serpent and then it's unconscious. No, um, then it goes back into a serpent that's very conscious and going to destroy things from what it had told, uh, Polly. Well, that's fine. That's fine. So, I asked... So I asked the fish for Polly. Uh, were you polymorphed in? You were polymorphed into this form. Yes. Can we? Do we have your permission to hit you to cause you to turn back and you'll leave us peacefully? Does the ancient serpent want to leave you peacefully? <laughs> hmm. 
I mean, we are also next to an ancient uh, dragon turtle dragon who is very hungry. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, depending on what the response is, I'm literally thinking of just picking oh. the fish up and throwing it in the oh. dragon turtle's mouth. Um, Tur Turtinson, how do you feel about ancient serpents? Well, Delicious. Hey, you, you, you wouldn't know that, because I'd have no way of conveying... Um, yes, you do pictograms. You do pictograms. Delicious. Do my pictograms indicate ancient <laughs> ancient serpent? <laughs> it's just the emojis for old man <laughs> and like snake. <laughs> this is just emoji speak. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like the the little green dragon emoji, <laughs> but yeah. then like it's an old man. <laughs> All right. If we turn you back. We can, and you leave peacefully. Our dragon turtle friend will not try to eat you. How's that sound? Oh, okay. Um, so ang more angry flopping. <laughs> can I roll intimidation on the fish? Sure. Someone? <laughs> you sure can. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Right. On the fish. <laughs> that is 14. Unless yeah. you want to give me advantage okay. because it is tiny and I am not. <laughs> but you're oh, smaller than it normally is. <laughs> I am smaller than it normally is, but I could just... Uh... Oh, I guess eating, I would... if I ate it, I would just explode, huh? <laughs> um... Mm, okay, so oh, shit, we can't we can't feed we can't feed it to the dragon turtle if we wanted to because if it if its hit points hit zero and it goes back to its original form, we don't know how big this ancient serpent is. I mean, it's it's <laughs> of a size where the dragon turtle can eat it. We just established that right now. But no, when the it... dragon turtle says that serpents are delicious, that means that it's on top of the serpent in the food chain. Okay. Or or somewhere along the equal line. You, yeah. You just know that the ancient turtle has eaten sea serpents before. <clears throat> All other life forms are beneath me. I will do as I please. Alright. Return All right. me to my normal form. Alright, what was your name, Mr. Serpent? I do not give my name to people that are beneath me. Alright, I take it into the captain's quarters, I plunk it in a fishbowl. <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing? And, then and I that's where we'll end our session. Wait, wait, it gets better. I'm not. Give me a second here. I put the fishbowl on one of the extra lifeboats and just send it off into the ocean. Aww. Oh, that no, 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 no! I'm sorry. If you're putting it in the fishbowl, it's gotta stick around, man. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. It's just in my quarters in the fishbowl until we can find a way to remove it where it doesn't think it's beneath us. <laughs> and then I, I sprinkle a little fish flakes at the top of the fishbowl for it. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I will point out right before we end everything, sharp teeth, sharp teeth, tiny, tiny fish. Tiny floppy fit. Oh god! <laughs> Here, I was thinking we were just gonna use it as a, uh, use the bowl as a chamber pot. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh. This pet. And if, if he doesn't give a name, I'm gonna name right? him. <laughs> oh, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you've been watching or listening, 
<laughs> we appreciate you and all of the chaos that you've stuck around through <laughs> these shenanigans. Uh, we will be back every other Saturday, so next will be the 21st, I believe is the date. Um, yes. Yeah, next Saturday that we will be streaming is the 21st, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it has been a pleasure. I am Christina or Xtina across the internet. You can find me pretty much anywhere at Greekachu. We'll see how social medias are currently panning out. Uh, uh, they are still kind of slurring. So uh, I'm on. Uh, you can find me usually playing Winterra Dark Knight over on the Agents of Dam podcast. Uh, we release every other Friday. And we are nearing our uh, campaign one closure soon, sometime in the next couple months. So we're very excited. Uh, see how everything wraps up for all of our wonderful first time damned agents. But thanks, and I will let everyone else go. We'll do um, reverse order, I think, of how we went in. So I think that was Polly that ended it before. So I think you'll start. Uh, hi, I am uh, I am playing Polly. My name is Ursa. I edit uh, for the Bard Rock the other Cafe. Paul. The other Paul, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> um, the uh, for the Bard Rock Cafe. Um, I also edit for CMDR Central. You can find me at Earth Bear Walker at pretty much everywhere. Um, <clears throat> Coach Jay Riley on Summon Skull. I do most of the magic related things, but I also do some D and D related things. Um, also, so Coach Jay Riley on Summon Skull in different places. I'm on the Skull Symbol Discord server. I write for EDH Rec. Uh, and I'm also waiting to see how the social media smoldering fire turns out. I have, I'm Allison. I have been Sorrow Stellan. Um, I'm pretty off socials. We'll see if there's any socials left for me to be off. Um, you can find me here. Uh, it's been a pleasure playing. And I am Paul. I normally play Brock Song on the Bard Rock Cafe podcast, but tonight I played Captain Jake Swallow, the drunken lunatic who really shouldn't be in charge of this crew. I hope you enjoyed my shenanigans <laughs> as much as I enjoyed making them. Uh, I, my Twitter is pkinter13, but I mostly tweet about magic stuff, and now I'm starting to tweet about writing stuff because I started blogging on Medium. Uh, if you want to pay attention to TTRPG stuff, I'm also in charge of the Bard Rock Cafe Twitter. That's who I pay attention to over me for TTRPG stuff. Great. And just as a reminder, uh, Bardock Cafe is sponsored by uh, Dragon Master Games and Fan Roll Dice. Uh, they have wonderful, amazing codes that you can use for discounts on things and helps to support the show and helps them grow. Um, and then if you liked what you saw on the Wild Magic tables, those were from the DM's Guild and they were made by Dave Pantheo. And as just a final closure uh, to the usual DM of Bardock Cafe, happy birthday, Kenny. We hope you have enjoyed your amazing, wonderful day and spent some well-earned time uh, celebrating. Bye, guys. Night. Bye.